Hey everybody. What, what's the point if you just talk over it? Welcome to episode 83 of Press Any Key. I am your host, Pat Navarano. With me as always, my two wonderful co-hosts, Nick McFly, up in the top left. And over here we have Mike Burke. Everybody, Ooh. give it a round of applause for each other. We have done it. And the reason... We are celebrating this, you know, this today. This is episode 84, not 83. Oh, is it? Yeah, 83 was last yeah. week, Oh, dude. shit. My bad. All right. 84 it is. All right. So anyway, um, we were supposed to be in back together this week. However, I can't what even happened, explain Pat? what happened to me. You know I, what it was? What, what was it? M- monkeypox. Monkeypox. Yeah, monkeypox <laughs> came for me. No, I... You know what? That's the last thing. I actually didn't even think of that, that it was monkeypox. Yep. But well, basically, you, for it, you never know. But basically, see something, say something. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We went to see uh, Ghost on Saturday night, and I just spiked a 102 temp in the middle of the fucking show and was Ghost like, I got to go to the bathroom. And then that didn't end well. And then uh, I suffered all night. And then my fever broke in the morning, and I I guess I'm okay now. I don't know. I'm on steroids now for my throat, too. I got all fucked up. It was – I was just – I was texting uh, you guys earlier today, and I said, I don't know what it is, but it's like when I get sick, it's like I just fall apart for a whole week, and then I'm fine. Like, I don't know what I was it try- is. <laughs> I was trying to find that picture of the uh, – like you tweeted, like, this is the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> Wrong again. Wrong again. <laughs> Well, that's what I said when I was when I was laying there. When Liz took my temperature at one point, she was like, "You're up to 102.3." She was like, "If this goes any higher, we're going to the hospital." And I was like, "You're oh, looking at regular how, station how did, numbers now." Yeah. How did she take it? She, you were you were you on hands and knees and like couldn't <laughs> yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... We, couldn't, we couldn't find the people for thermometer. We only have the cat thermometer. <laughs> the cat thermometer. <laughs> we got to do it in their ass. So. Um. <sighs> And, but no, and like the worst thing was, it was like, it wasn't just like a fever. It's like your entire body aches and chills. So it's like every place where I already had like an issue in my back or like, hmm, my, my elbow kind of clicks when I do that. Like all of that shit hurt. It like, unlocked all the other. Yeah, pretty much. It was <laughs> like, we are turning the pain, pain up to 11. So I watched H3 and Hassan literally for like eight hours on friday was into saturday just a morning. normal day for you yeah yeah, yeah. but right. i mean this was, so was overload no like i was watching three hour cuts of hassan's stream that somebody else uploaded to youtube <laughs> like um so i mean either way though we were gonna get together on saturday morning and do it it didn't work out because i was sick and like we should have like obviously just taken it slow which i did and now i feel a lot better because of that but next week, we'll be in this fucking room, and we will do a proper show. We'll have two guests on. We're going to have um, Mar- uh, Matt and Mark Movie Show is coming here, and then Genre Geeks are also going to be here. And we're going to be talking about Pearl, which is the prequel to X, which I can't remember. Burke, did you see that? I did not. I know Nick oh, saw it because we were all disappointed for different reasons. Did however, Danny, was, was Danny, Danny was the other one who's – yeah, Danny yeah, was still around at that point. It. I wasn't able to make it. Yeah, however, I do recommend that you seek out this one before we watch because I honestly 
honestly, I genuinely believe that this one is going to be better than the last one. I know a lot of people love the first one. I got fucking destroyed in the marketplace of ideas when it came to doing a podcast <laughs> with with AJ about that movie. Like, there's just I so think, much shit I didn't pick up on. I or, think you were unprepared for that oh, discussion. Oh, so unprepared. I was not ready. And it was late as fuck, too. I had just gotten out of rehearsal. It was not. <laughs> we were not ready for this. You, you weren't in the best. This one, though, I'm ready for. Here. I'm ready for this yeah. one. You know, provided I don't, you know, shit myself or something or throw up the night before. I don't know. Whatever happens. Yeah, that monkey pox kicks that back. That monkey in. pox comes you back. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to all of us being here again. Um, more and importantly, then the next week though, we're, all, we're all gone again. Well, you guys are gone, but I'm doing something here. So I will find Absolutely. people to do something here. Pat's doing a birthday stream for me. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Both of our birthdays. Mm-hmm. And I'll be getting naked anyway. Um, yeah, the birthday so stream. The other this thing is, for you guys, <laughs> I have I have this little sign up here, back here that says uh, "Nerd Shit Live." And for anybody who hasn't been following along for the past two years, which I've seen the way the audience grew, you haven't been. Um, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, calling out the fans. <laughs> yeah, I'm just short, you know. There's a short shelf life. Yeah. Um. So that was the the original name of this show, and it was horrible and I, it's uh it's ptsd either way though i put it up today because it's history because this is officially our two-year anniversary of oh, doing this no show shit. yeah really we have done close Did you put together a clip show for time? absolutely not a uh, dude i <laughs> the only clips that i could put together was me agonizing over a toilet bowl okay like that was that's <laughs> just your be real in the toilet like <laughs> oh wedding <laughs> oh <laughs> That's it's a, time to be real. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but two years we've been doing this show. I cannot believe that Nick has been here the longest out of anybody. <laughs> and we talk was about it? that frequently because it was like Nick came to my house to hang out and I just mentioned it in passing. And then Nick texts me probably two or three days later saying, hey, I'm going to come do that thing that you guys are doing. And I was just like, OK, like I was like, there was sounds like. That sounds like fun. I yeah. want to be a part of that. And uh, there was, like I said, there was no formal invitation. I just went to the studio and I was just like, hey, Nick is coming. He's And Joe was like, what is he going to do? We're like, I don't know, but he's coming. So whatever. You, you, went, to, you went to the studio. You mean you went to Joe's childhood Joe's bedroom? Joe's childhood bedroom at the time was the, the studio. studio. The studio, yes. So, um, yeah, and then we had Jer and Danny, and they both went off and did things in Hollywood because now uh danny works for warner brothers um and now, and we, now we can blame him for everything that's i know wrong. i know and Damn jer right. uh he he put this on his social media and he told me recently in passing um i'm assuming that it's open knowledge now uh he he actually just finished up vfx work on hocus pocus 2 oh, so cool. that'll be coming out in a couple weeks so round of applause for over that too. our boy jer round of applause <laughs> yeah i mean the vfx works fine but everything else sucks though yeah <laughs> um so yeah, I'm really glad. I mean, listen, uh, I'm glad that people are leaving this show for for, uh, for what good is reason. it for yeah for good reason for how do I say it for greener pastures pretty much you know what I'm saying like the grass is greener when you're not on press any key. <laughs> so unfortunately, with that said, gents, should we get started? Because no, I we think have we just keep going on this fuck conversation ton to cover tonight. 
we got a lot to cover tonight. And honestly, it's not that bad. It's it's really like honestly, we have the Apple event, which was cool because there were some meaningful progressions for all of the Apple products across the board. I'm so glad that there was actually it looks like there was a jump, like a generational jump in how they're presenting their products now. We have the D23 event, which I'm actually glad we didn't record on Saturday because the gaming and the movie, the movie announcements were yesterday and oh, oh my god. I I can't believe how fucking hard they face planted during that entire presentation. It's amazing. Really? Oh yeah, it's bad. Um, you, oh yeah, the live coverage was. I, it's had, not yeah, even I didn't watch the live coverage. It's, okay, well, here's the thing: is that they there there was no like real like live coverage, like live stream you could tune into or anything. It was just like occasional stuff you could check out here and there. But just everything they announced was just like shit that we already knew about, and it's just like, oh, here's the casting for it. And the one casting that we'll get into later that everybody was looking forward to didn't even show up at all. And it goes back to that thing that I say where it's like, don't let your speculations set your expectations because these motherfuckers were wiling on Twitter afterwards. It was a shit show. It was like the queen died and Twitter was amazing for 24 hours and then D23 happened and we... (laughs) kept it going and uh, and we all shit the bed that's pretty much what happened <laughs> no, dude we we have we have zach panther <laughs> zach panther yeah zach- do you see that one tweet that was like i'm so drunk i think zach panther is the funniest goddamn thing right <laughs> yeah. now we'll get to it so then on top of that to top off this shit sandwich we watch fucking pinocchio and my god <laughs> It was it was the best Disney movie I've seen in about a decade. We're all so excited. I've been friends with you no, long with enough to know when you're lying, movie. and this is one of those times. <laughs> yeah, you got so me. I didn't. Like a, I didn't like love it. Seeing, <laughs> love seeing a hobbled Tom Cruise. So, all right, we'll get into it. So, let's start with the Apple event. Did, did I miss something? Now he had big old clunky shoes. That's all. I'm. Did you not see them? He had like big old Mickey Mouse shoes. We'll get into it. Bro, he had what clod hoppers talk- on. What? I'm... I think I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> Spinocchio's supposed to have sex with somebody in that movie because I think I watched the wrong one then. <laughs> so anyway, um, so we'll start with the Apple event. So let's just go with the phones immediately. First up, you know, we had the regular up- standard upgrade, iPhone 14. It is. It starts at $799. It has the, the 13... Um, A15 Bionic chip in it. However, it, they did add a five-core GPU to it. The main camera is still 12 megapixels. However, there is a bigger sensor for improved low-light photos. That's a meaningful progression within that price range because that camera is still better than everything else that is in that price range on phones. Like, there's just no two ways about it. Um, the low-light camera, I like even on because I have the 12 Pro, and the low-light camera on that is substantially better than like. My friend has a 10 and like was trying to do like the QR codes at a restaurant and could not get a single thing. And I that's just like, amazing. <laughs> I so got that. I shit, don't even bro. know how like it's going to look like daytime with that camera. Yeah, that's like that's kind of like the move now. But also like my one friend has a I, I don't he has a galaxy. Right. And he showed me his low light camera. And when he took a picture of my backyard when we were just in darkness, it looked like daylight outside. It was wild. My backyard, my backyard. <laughs> My backyard. <laughs> I don't even remember sleeping with that lady, but I did. <laughs> um, so then we have the iPhone 14 Plus. Same internals as the regular one. 
it's just bigger. It's just, you know, grandpa can't see. Let's get him the bigger phone. Um, this one has a 6.7 inch touchscreen and it's also got a bigger battery than the iPhone 14. I don't know how much bigger it can't be that much bigger because you can't bring it on a fucking plane past a certain point. So oh, that's a good point. Yeah, like my laptop, my all the these um these M1 Max laptops, technically they're a little underpowered because they can't put a bigger battery in it or you can't take it on a plane. What do you what? wait? I've never had an issue taking a laptop on a plane. I know you don't have an issue taking on on a plane. I don't have an issue either. That's because they put a smaller battery in. There's a certain no, battery I've been size. My Commodore sixty four on the plane. <laughs> Your Commodore sixty four. <laughs> Man, what a reference! All right. <laughs> we found one in my grandpa's garage like a week ago. Did you take it? Eddie, how many flights have oh. you taken since then? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I brought like ten. It's, I'm going everywhere. I'm showing it off. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just flying to Philly at this point, and I'm tapping the guy. Hey, you see my Commodore 64? It's I'm fucking wild. <laughs> I buy a ticket for it to sit in the seat next to me, and I'm just like, check it out. Check it out. <laughs> hey, do you mind if I sit near the window? No, that's the Commodore seat. Okay. Yeah, Commodore goes. So uh, then we have the iPhone 14 and iPhone 14 Pro Max. Both of these phones have the same internals. It's just the same thing. Like one's bigger than the other one. These phones start at $1,000. And they have a four nanometer A16 Bionic chipset. That means when this phone hits the market next week, it'll be the most powerful phone on the market until Samsung just copies their internals and then pretends that they did something awesome. Like, did you see that? Is it Pixel? Which is the it's one? The, uh, the, are you talking about the Fold? No, no, no. Did which is the one that? where they're where they're always. All of their ads are not even selling their own phones at this point. It's just talking about how they have all the same features as the iPhone, but they're half the price. That's what I saw one for whatever that, you know, that whatever screen folds, whatever yeah. phone that is. Yeah, that's it Galaxy. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was basically like, hey, Apple, we've had this for two and a half years. Why do you hate folding? I was, just, I was like, I was like, you're just it's like Apple. because it's I'm not a f- why, like what cool, but why? Like, why would I pay also, yeah. for that feature? It's also, also fucking dumb. Consumer, I was like, this is just two companies talking to each other, like shitting on each other. And well, I think I was like, I mean, I don't care, Mike. In this day and age, that does you know like no, culture I, I war stuff, you know, meme culture, like people like that. I, I you gotta it. buy into the brand, Michael. I don't know if you guys know this, but Wendy, <laughs> Wendy's is the king of shit talking other brands oh, on Twitter. It's so. true, yeah. Wendy's and Crazy Frog, both to uh, Crazy two Frog. Two oh, you gotta what? check out Crazy Frog. Twitter. Like Crazy Fo- Frog, like the Bing yeah, Bing guy. You go on the Twitter when you have a minute. Canonically, he has a penis. Did you guys know that? He what? does, and mm-hmm. he tweeted the other day one word, penis. <laughs> he just tweeted penis. Canonically, he does. Um, I, I mean, the Slim Jim uh, Instagram is pretty good, too. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I don't Wendy's, follow Wendy's, Slim Wendy's Jim Wendy's on top. <laughs> you, should, you, should, you should go on Slim Jim's Instagram account. It's great. It's so, just that they let a meme lord run their account. <laughs> so, um, this new we phone also... on the crazy frog bed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the most the most is, meaning- I'm going to be zoned out of the rest of the episode. The most Sorry. meaningful progression though on this phone specifically is that it includes a 48 megapixel camera. That is absolutely wild. They removed the middle notch as well. I don't know if you guys seen this this right here. Oh yeah. 
and they have replaced it with a cutout that they actually called the Dynamic Island, and it incorporates animations and notifications. So yeah, actually, you can actually really touch that now cool. and open it up and see your noties, and yeah. you can change your, your, mo- your music and everything. It'll, yeah, it'll do things where it'll like show that your headphones are connected. It'll show volume. It'll show like kind of like text preview. You can click it, and it'll like expand into like the Spotify playlist or things like that. It's really... It's, it's also kind of like, kind of like this sounds like series. the touch bar from it's like the, it's, the, it's similar to the touch bar, but it's actually functional. Yeah. Well, how do you know, Mike? You've never used it. I, I have, have bar, a touch and bar and it sucks. <laughs> and I can tell no, 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 you no, I'm saying this no, no, new no, one. I'm, I'm just saying I have the touch bar and I can tell you anything else will be more functional. <laughs> it can't get any worse. It literally, it literally like they are digging to China at that point. If, if they, <laughs> if they go any lower. But one of the other things that's they have this new technology for the always on display. Did you see this, Mike? Where it's like, so your phone display, it never locks now. Like it never goes black. However, it goes into like this screensaver mode or some shit where it like just goes low light, but you can still see all your notifications and everything. It's really weird. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like having to see like my phone background and everything. If like my phone's on the table and everything, just because it's aesthetically pleasing to the eye. But, I mean, isn't that going to, like, drain fucking battery life? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm going I'm to I'm put on my tinfoil hat and be like, well, now it's always listening more than it was in the first place. And it's looking at me. I, okay. But- so, just for all the crazies that listen to our show, your phone isn't listening to you. It's, that's just how good their fucking algorithms are. Dude, I'm, that's the thing I, like, I always constantly have to stress to people. It's like, you tell them everything you think, you put, you type it in. You tell them. They don't have to listen. Also, like, yeah. they know you so well, they know your next five moves before you even make them. And, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, we did an episode on it. The What is it? Um... The social, whatever the fuck, uh, what's that documentary oh, yeah. on Netflix? Social, yeah, social yeah. dilemma. The social dilemma yeah. is that what it is? Something like that. Um, yeah, their algorithms are absolutely wild. They know what you're gonna do before you do it, and even then, like, let's say you two have a Facebook account and I delete mine, they still can figure out that there is a person that you are talking to, in between you two, and build a profile around me. With like ninety oh, percent sure. accuracy, without me putting any information in, it's yeah, absolutely like, wild. Right, Nick plus Mike equals <laughs> Pat. Pat. <laughs> yeah, but it's because it, the way it's it does me. It, it's like it's like it's like Nick and I will be in the same place as Pat. And it's like, oh, there's an IP address for a phone. Let me see what other data is associated with that IP address. Oh, look, it's Pat. Hi, he's got a big rock. Um, <laughs> in your in your metadata, it's just Pat. He's got, he's a, big he's got a big rock. Um, Did, do you guys uh, ever look at your um your uh, like your Google profile for like what they tag you for oh, and like how ad, they the, the yeah like what no, they I've never seen what that. they serve your ads and it, it like it's really cool to look and it'll be like uh, single uh, college educated. Uh, you like know, liberal, like rock music. Yeah, it gives it gives you all the things, you know, that they think about you. Lacks big whammon. Anyway, I would, um, I would, love, I would love to see what Pat's is. I yeah, me too. Up right now, I I tried to file for a Freedom of Information Act one time, and oh, I, FOIA? I yeah, I just couldn't <laughs> I couldn't figure out the process. So you're now on a list. So um, next we have the watches. Uh, all of the watches do the same shit across the board. 
but it's just what 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 style or design do you want and what are you willing to pay for really so the apple watch 8 which is uh i believe this is the six i think i have because i had a two so i upgraded to I, it was an it was time anyway i, think I have four or five this right one now. uh they're staying with the same pricing model it's going to be 399 there's a new temperature system that not only can detect if you have a fever, but it would be perfect for you. Pat. It would have been, dude. I and let me tell you something. When you have a well, fever, you, you, you don't know. need a fucking watch to tell you that you got a 102 <laughs> fever. Um, so <laughs> the uh, the new temperature sensor is specifically geared towards women who are looking to procreate. Again. I'm putting on my tinfoil hat. All of these apps and all these things that are tracking now that we're repealing all of these things for women and their rights. Mike, oh my God. Before. This is 100%. Dude, literally oh, everybody was like, do not use like the period tracking apps because they sell your data. And then they're like, oh, you conveniently have missed a couple. Huh. Why'd you go to Planned Parenthood? What are you doing? <laughs> we know you were there. And we know based on your IP address, Pat was there too. <laughs> Pat? <laughs> Nick plus Mike plus Planned Parenthood. It, oh, this is totally the SpongeBob <laughs> mean where it's like Sponge plus Starfish equals clam. Clam? <laughs> God damn it, Tim Apple. How could you do this to us? Tim Apple. <laughs> Tim Apple. So um, that's the Apple Watch 8. Then we have the SE, which is the less expensive entry level starting at 250 This also has the new low battery mode that doubles the battery life. It also, uh, these low watches are coming with um crash detection features so if you get into a car accident it will immediately alert 911 it's not like you know if somebody shoves you you know if somebody shoves you in the locker room or something it's not going to call 911 what if you like drop it what if you fall down the stairs i think yeah. it's supposed to be like a measure of g forces and like the sudden stop and the impact of the crash you know what i mean like yeah. what if you drop your phone off a roof I mean, well, it's your watch. It's your watch. Your oh, oh I forgot. I, was, I, I thought we were still on the phone. I so, mean, if you throw I, yourself off the roof, you're kind of <laughs> it doesn't matter if they call 911. We, we detect you're falling. <laughs> Should we call someone? So um, that's that watch starts at 249. Then they have the Apple Watch Ultra, which is the I, I don't want to say it's the biggest size because I don't know what the biggest size is. I think this one I have on right now is like the current biggest model or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, this one's 44 millimeters. So, yeah, yeah then the this one's 49. 49 right? Yeah, so it is the yeah. biggest one. Um, once again, this watch has a more precise GPS tracking unit. Um, you know, this is more for the outdoorsy type. And this one starts at seven ninety nine. It's an expensive boy yeah. for sure. A really, a really cool feature about what they're doing for the like iOS and these watches is that it'll do satellite emergency calling. Did you see that, Pat? Yeah, I did, dude. Yeah, oh my like, god, how hilarious Star. was that fucking uh, commercial where it's like the two of them are stranded in the desert? Thank God I have this satellite emer. It's just like. What the fuck is going on? Why do they think well, the average consumer is just out in the desert? No, I mean, to be it to happens, be fair, Pat. To, to be fair, I was like, oh, that's a cool feature because like sat phones are so expensive and those other devices, like I would never just buy one because I don't go like hiking or camping enough that I would justify the purchase to have it. But it's like if I'm already having an Apple Watch or I'm having the phone, it's like adding this in, I think is a really cool incentive and a feature. So I'm fully supported for when I get lost in the desert. 
Honestly, out of anyone here, you're probably the most likely one to get lost in. Yeah, some Mike was just out in the fucking sand dunes like a couple country. weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be dooning. Um, so then we have finally, which remember, boys, I was talking about this a few weeks ago, that they are definitely announcing a new pair of AirPods because all oh, of shit. all of the AirPod Pros were they had massive sales on all of them, and they were more than willing to just give me a brand new pair. When I took my old set in because they were shitty. Um, so they announced the AirPod Pro 2. It starts at 250 same price as the regular ones. However, this has the new H2 chip with it, which enhances a low distortion audio driver and custom amplifiers. So they are actually changing. Like, that's the AirPod Pros, the first set, they have the same drivers as the regular AirPods and the AirPods 3 or whatever the yep. fuck they are. Um... So this change in distortion is actually a meaningful hardware upgrade. I mean, it still sounds awesome as it is, though. And then, so there's this weird thing where you can use your front camera on your iPhone to create a custom, like, spatial audio profile. So oh, yeah. I don't use Apple Music, so I don't really fuck with spatial audio. I, I usually use Spotify, so that it doesn't really support that, that tech. But I've heard if you use it with Apple Music, it's absolutely unbelievable. It works with certain video softwares and like or like you know like youtube and everything yeah i'm pretty sure because i'll i'll occasionally be like watching you know on my in like bed or whatever and i'll put like my phone over here and i'll be like do i have headphones in because i was like this is now coming directly from like this side and i get tweaked out every time yeah i don't, I, like, I don't understand like what's the purpose so Nick, of it's, of it's like having a surround audio. sound in your ear yeah so right like but i mean why would you here. want like if you put the phone up why would you want that it's a more it's a What's, more haptic, like engaging experience from like your intuitive sound and how you take it. Like you'll do this and you'll turn and it'll only be in your right ear. It's. it's I also like to immersive. blind myself and put my AirPods in and then throw my phone somewhere and see <laughs> if I could find it. Marco Polo. Marco. Marco Polo. Hello. Um, Hello. So this also comes with improved active noise canceling, which is wild because I already thought the AirPod Pros to uh, AirPod Pros had crazy active noise canceling because it's so bad that you have to turn on a transparency mode that turns on microphones on the outside so you can hear yeah. the outside world. So I can't imagine yeah. how much more, like, when you put them in, is it just going to be like, Ooh, like the Dude, entire I, Yeah, time? you're, you're going to hear your, you're going to hear your tinnitus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll wear them on the plane and like, you know, like a plane is just constant like whooshing and everything and I'll do that and I'll put them on and then it's like, yeah, exactly. It's slurping. It's like slurping a big dong. Anyway, <laughs> then, I put it, then I put it down my pants for a little bit. So then we have uh, battery life is also improved by six to six hours. I didn't feel like battery life was really a problem with the AirPods before because I was never listening to music on full blast for six hours straight. But it's, it is. But like I said, not? I mean, now I have to. Right. <laughs> so it, it that is that is going to be beneficial because like I'll wear them like while I'm working occasionally. Yeah. Um, and you know, like they'll, they'll start to die at a certain point during the Yo, day. Yo, but... I will say this on the plane. We had, we had a fly fi from JetBlue, which first of all, guys, I will never fly another airline that isn't JetBlue. It's a little bit more expensive, but you get so much more for your money. You get private TVs, all that shit's complimentary. Um, and you get free Wi-Fi on board. So like you, you're still connected to the world at 30,000 feet. You're not just up there in an aluminum tube with all these fucking people you don't know. Like, I hope we don't die. Um, after, after that flight to uh, 
to um, and that hour and a half flight to Portland, huh? Yeah, that flight to Portland where I didn't have anything but my thoughts. I I am I've become like a monk on a plane. That's I'm the other thing too. Here. If my friends are like, we're talking about my, uh, I'm not gonna say my, but a bachelor party for next year, right? We're talking about that, and one of the things that we that we are discussing, uh, because there are some members in the camp that do not wish to travel. However, I will not have that shit. We are getting on a plane to go wherever the fuck I want to go, right? <laughs> and the other thing is, we are not flying Spirit Airlines. If you want to take your broke ass and get on Spirit Airlines and fly wherever the fuck we got, by all means. I'm, never, I'm an I've adult never, now. I'm not flying Spirit Airlines anymore. <laughs> I've never flown Spirit. I flew Southwest for the first time like two, three weeks ago. That was fucking horrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's awful. Dude, yeah. they do, do not assign your seats. Did you know this? Like, it's just a free like, for all. Nick, it is literally like when it's whoever, 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 like you know, checks in first. First come, first serve. No, Sorry. It's like the no, fucking no, 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 People's no, no. Express. Whoever checks, <laughs> whoever checks in first, you. We get, don't like, do that in movie theaters anymore. No. Like what? You get a group number and then you get a number one to sixty. So it's like if you check in instantly, you're probably a like twenty something, and then you just file in like that. You can sit fucking wherever, and then like it was. The most chaotic experience I've ever seen. Hey, we got too many fatties at the back of the plane. Can we move up, please? We're never going to get off the fucking ground. <laughs> I uh, I am a big proponent of, I know this will never happen, but uh, I I would love for airlines to move to, to uh, outside-in seating. Oh, dude. Outside-in? I don't understand what you so mean. So you start at the back of the plane, and all the window seats load in. So it's like back row, Windows, middle, aisle. Oh, Next row. I see what you're saying. Windows, middle, aisle, and you just load in that way rather than what, you know, boarding groups. Yeah. Because then it's like you get stuck behind one well, person loading their stuff into the, well, you know, okay. stops so the whole queue. What I've realized is that for whatever reason, these fucking animals, especially the ones animals. that fly into New Jersey, like regular New Jersey people. Anybody in Newark. Yeah, anybody coming into Newark Airport, I we have, we have a disagreement already. Either way, when I came back on my flight, um, I, as soon as the seatbelt sign is off and we're at the gate, I always stand up first, get my bag and I walk towards the front of the plane because I, I don't, you are the, the problem. No, 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 I did. There is no rule that says that I have to wait for fucking grandma six rows ahead of me to get her bag. There's no the people in the front. Make, get out first. You just make it. So, an asshole for everybody. so me and Liz are walking up to the front of the plane and some guy deliberately gets in our way and like will not let us go through. So when we like get when somebody's, it's when somebody's pulling into the shoulder and somebody else like edges out and like yeah. nope, no. <laughs> so like me. I'm that person every time. So I'm like you not I adhere to the system. So Mike is about vigilante justice. I was getting 100%. off the plane. Either way, I was getting off the plane, right? And the guy in front of me, right, who I already have a problem with, right? Because, because he's alive. Because he's alive, and he purposely was getting in my fucking way. And I was even willing enough to get the old lady in the left seat and get the family in the re their luggage out of the overhead just so I can get the fuck off the plane, right? Either way, this guy, I guess he dropped some shit or whatever, or like he stopped to like adjust whatever, and he stops right in the middle of the walkway. Like when there's a line of people behind him. So I said, oh, excuse me. And I just go around him and he goes, oh, what is there a fucking award for getting off the plane first like that? 
And I go, what the fuck did you just say to me? Like that. <laughs> and Liz's like, come on, let's go, let's go. Either so way, you, though. So Mike and I agree with that guy. So well, I would I would never be. I would, if, if Pat was like behind me and said, excuse me, I would move. I wouldn't be like, you got to fucking have so, somewhere to go on. So then Liz goes to the bathroom and this guy walks past me and he says something to me. Along, I didn't hear what he said, like what the first thing was, but he said punk. And I said to him, are you off the plane? Are you off the plane? I was like, then get the fuck out of here, like, that. like in Terminal understand. A in New, in New Jersey, <laughs> in North International like, Airport. You're you're traveling, right? You're anti- You should just always anticipate that things are gonna take fucking forever. Right. You know what you I mean? So I'm in no rush. The whole entire experience is gonna be a pain in the balls. So just sit there and wait for the people to clear out of your fucking way. There's no rush. What's the rush? Nah, man, I, I, you can't be at 30,000 feet in an aluminum tube with strangers and act like that's normal. It's not. Okay, I had to get out of there. Either okay, way, I though, understand that. the point of the AirPods thing. Matt, if you want to get up so quick, buy first class. JetBlue doesn't have first class. Well, then there's your problem. So fucking No, because they treat everyone fun. equally. Okay, there's not a fucking curtain class system. All right. I agree with that, but I I would like to try first class for once at in least my life. Once. I was gonna say, but at have least you once. ever been in first? Never class? done at it. At least before. once. Um. So once, the other. Once you do it, you will never go back. <laughs> so the thing I wanted to mention though, specifically about the AirPods, was that I had my phone and my laptop on the plane because I was watching Pacific Rim. Believe I just that was my plane movie. I chose that one. Um, what a shock. Uh. My AirPods went in between them. Like I can just start using my phone and turn and then go to TikTok, and my AirPods would be playing the audio from my phone. That's, that's and if I went right back right to there. my computer, it just st- I was like, "This is fucking great." This you'll, is why you'll never accidentally blast porn out of anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something: I was worried <laughs> about that. <laughs> I was very worried Dude, about it's, that. It's it's great because yeah, I'll be working and then like I'll be have it in and then I'll like, yeah, like said, have switch porn to on your phone. Switch to Pornhub and I'm taking like a quick ten minute nooner and then I gotta just I don't even have to take the headphones out. <laughs> And no one can hear me. I've got the sound cancellation. But, but you are on a work call with your pants down. <laughs> with, AirPods, like with AirPods Pro 2, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> this is a new commercial for No one can hear you moan. Hold the moan. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> oh. um. I'm just going to say this since it's been a while. Uh, Come gutters. All right, it's it's there. We got it in. We got it in on we the anniversary it, show. So, speaking of gutters, that was it for Apple, by the way. I'm very excited for all this. It um, all looks good. I'm definitely upgrading to the 14. I think it looks amazing. Uh, it's a meaningful upgrade for iPhones. The watch, I'll wait like another two years. It does all the same shit, and I really only need it for the heart monitor and like really like the temperature, and that's it. Like I, I don't really fuck with anything Mike, else. You get it for the heart monitor, and Mike's gonna get it for when he's stranded in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's thinking, Kara. Um, but I did want to bring up what we were talking about before we started recording. Oh, that's right, right. Yeah, go ahead. The Pixel Pass, which is a thing I just found out about. I'm the Pixel guy, um, just because I hate Apple. I, I hate them as a as a brand. Um, I just found out the Pixel Pass, forty five dollars a month. You get a subscription to YouTube Premium, YouTube Music Premium, uh, Google Play Pass, which is games and apps with no fees, Preferred Care. 200 gigabytes of storage on the Google OneDrive and an upgrade on your Pixel every two years, which this, as, as somebody who's bought into the whole Google ecosystem, I'm like, 
damn, I might do this. Because I'm, I'm the kind of guy that gets a phone and has it for five, six, seven years. I tried doing that. I tried being like, because there was a doctor I worked with and I worked at the hospital in college. He had an iPhone 4 in like 2017. That, that I don't know. He was understand. like, it still works, man. Why would I get rid of it? And you didn't realize how small those phones were. But mm-hmm. I don't understand how those phones still work. Like every yeah. phone I've had, like I treat my phones pretty well. I have a case. I have a screen protector. Like I'm not throwing them around. I'm not dropping them. There's just a point where they like wake up one morning and just shoot itself in the head, and they're like, "Good luck." Honestly, like, I think the, I think my, the where's your tinfoil hat? I think you need it right now. I think the day I was moving out of might have been sophomore year, um, like literally that day, the phone I had, its backlight just died. So like, how it could the most operate. inconvenient fucking uh yeah. failure and i take it to the place and he's like huh we don't see this a lot and i was like yeah like so what are we gonna do about it uh that'll cost you seven hundred dollars or or just phone. get a new phone i yeah. got a new phone um i was gonna be that guy i was like i did it with the with the x when the x came out i got like the x max or whatever and i was like i need this for like five years no problem and then the 12 came out, and that's when they started offering that deal for $800. And I was like, well, the longer I hold on to this, the less I get off on a new phone. So it's like actually holding on to my phone longer is going to – I'm going to pay more money for a new phone. So I might as well do it while it still holds its value. That was my rationale. So That totally makes like, cause, sense. Because I, I, I agree. I don't need a new phone every year. But if you're going to give me half off and I get to get rid of my old device – why not? You know what I well, mean? I have noticed. So like my phones, I take care of it. I've learned my lesson the hard way from like not having a screen protector for so long. And so I do all the stuff to make sure it's, it's operating highly. But, uh, I have noticed that it's, um, it's been starting just like when it gets to 12% battery, if I'm listening to a podcast or something, it just dies. I can turn it instantly right back on. It's fine. Or Snapchat for some reason just crashes it sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's no, like, no, I Nick, haven't had this. That, that would be Snatch Chat, that is. <laughs> so, yeah, Snatch Chat does that. So, I don't know if you guys remember Snatch Chat, but that was my oh, first, yeah. my first app idea. <laughs> I mean, it's no footage, but, you know, it's pretty good. Dude, they, I, I told him we got to work on that, and they already got something that, that would that would stomp. Oh, yeah, they already got it already. I it think. would stomp the I think competition. It was, I, think it was, I think it's called Foot Finder or some shit like that. Oh, I know about this. Yeah. 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 yeah I bet you picks. do, Mike. I do. <laughs> I do. That's... I watch it at work, Nick. <laughs> turns yeah, it turns out Mike quit his job years ago. He just <laughs> been find... on Foot Finder. And let me tell you something. It ain't hard to find them feet now. Anyway. <laughs> um... Paint my toes, they think it's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That <laughs> I have very feminine feet. Anyway. Um <laughs> So uh, would we like to move on from this point, Nick? Are you uh, are you good on your, yeah, your let's, Pixel let's Palace there, buddy? Yeah, let's move on. So, um, there was a little event this weekend. I, I, I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of it. It's called uh, Disney D23. football weekend yeah, of the year. Nah, dude, I, I watched, I watched, um, I watched a little bit of the Giants-Titans game, and after I watched Jones get sacked like the fourth time, I was like, all right, I'm done with it. It's still the same old Giants. I'm done. I'll just check I, the highlights. Uh, Alexis and I went to, to dinner earlier. We were sitting on like an outdoor patio, and they had like the outdoor JBL speakers. Mm-hmm. We were nowhere near a television, but this speaker right near us was blasting that game. 
And I'm like, the music or something? It's like, if, if I was near the TV or near the bar, it would make sense. But I had to sit there and listen yeah. to the Titans game. Yeah, I wonder what the score is. I mean, I'm sure the Giants lost. Well, yeah, we're, we're switching gears. The podcast is now sports. Oh, sports. Sports so, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sportscast. Honestly, a sports podcast by guys that don't know sports sounds like a great idea. Anyway. Yeah, right? Um, so, D23 was this weekend, which if you don't know, um, which I'm sure you already do, D23 is Disney's basic, basically their own Comic-Con, where they rent out the Am- Anaheim Convention Center for three days. Um, all the hotels fill up with people coming into town uh, that want to get the, the exclusive first look at da 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 and uh, they basically get to show off what they have coming up the next couple of years. So since Marvel Studios kind of has an obligation to like keep Comic-Con going at this point, uh, it wasn't that big of a splash. However, we got some we got some good stuff I'm looking forward to and some stuff that I'm just like, fuck you, Disney. Fuck you right in the mouth. Anyway, um, so let's get started. You boys ready? Let's do no. It. Okay. Right off the bat. Number one, as we mentioned before, Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus 2 had a trailer come out. Um, I don't need to see the trailer. I'll, I watched the first one like a hundred times when I was a kid, so I'll watch this one. I don't need to see a trailer for it. Plus, we have a good friend that did the VFX for it, so anything he makes, I'll watch. It doesn't even matter. Uh, there was some shit for Disenchanted, uh, Disenchanted um, which I guess is like Enchanted 2. I don't know. Amy Adams is in it. And uh, it looks Whole like crew's back. Yeah, everybody's back. And, James uh, Marsden. It just it just looks like uh you know Disney comedy fair. You know what I mean? Not everything can be enchanted forever. I do. I think the premise. I like this. Doesn't I watched the trailer for it and uh, not really my kind of thing. But uh, I do think the premise is good. She wishes for her world to be more like a fairy tale. Yeah. And she in the real world, she's a stepmom. So now she transforms into an evil stepmother. Mm. Uh, yeah. I'm like that's a that's a that's a cool premise. You know, for she really got a genie you know. wish out of that shit. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. That's a monkey's paw right there. Stepmom, <laughs> what you doing? Um, <laughs> no stepmom, <laughs> oh, no, please. This isn't a fairy tale anymore. Dad isn't home anyway. Um, so the next thing on the list actually pissed me off. And normally I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, a movie got announced that I don't want to see. Go fuck yourself, said Studio. But this yeah, I mean, one, you mean me? <laughs> this one crossed the fucking line. Wait, uh, Mike, do you know what it could be? I don't. Guys, uh. what is my? favorite all-time disney movie you have to know this oh um moana fantasia <laughs> no no i'm sorry it's Fantasia's neither of us disney is it yeah it oh is. uh oh no fantasia i'm sorry i'm thinking about oh, oh is this mufasa yes it is nick it okay. is Mufa- oh. these fuckers first of all the the animated lion king and the animated aladdin are like two of my Lion King a little bit more. Lion King's really like my Next favorite, year. and I think that that is Disney's finest film. I really do believe that. Um, and Aladdin is right up there with it. So when they did both of those live action remakes back to back in one summer, and they both were terrible, I wanted to fucking scream. That being said, the the Lion King like remake. When I went to see it, I went to see it in IMAX 3D. They started the movie twice without it being in 3D, so I had to see The Circle of Life three times in a row, and I gotta be honest, 
I welled up on the second one, so I was like, all right, they got me. Then the rest of the movie played out, and I was like, fuck this. And I don't need to go into why they, they just ruined that whole fucking movie, but it's really it's not hype it's not hyperbole. I really genuinely believe they did not understand the essence of the Lion King to remake that movie. And the fact that it got such a negative reaction and it wasn't I think I think it made like a billion, so like it wasn't like a box office bomb or anything. But the fact that they were like, Yeah, people really like that, so let's do a fucking prequel for move. Fasa and call I it think, Mufasa the Lion King. I was I like, don't, motherfucker. I don't think it's that they thought everybody loved it. I think it's that they they're just like we Money just have to now. keep our yeah, <laughs> our uh, intellectual property. We're just gonna keep doing that over <sighs> and over, buying up other beloved properties and making rather than doing new, interesting, original stuff. Let's just wring all this shit dry. Dude, so I, there's honestly, no word I, if James Earl Jones is coming back though. And I mean, it doesn't matter though because they got saw, his voice in an AI I saw now. That was saying, Don't yeah, worry. yeah, they have the thing his about voice. these like. The whole thing, and we'll get into it with Pinocchio, is just there's such a magic that gets stripped away when it's not animated. Yeah. Um, and I'll leave it at that. We'll talk about it more. So, uh, yeah, and just real quick, because I'm, I'm already on the topic. The fucking part of the movie, okay, in the, re in the animated live action, I mean, in the animated Lion King movie, when Simba finally accepts his responsibility to be the king that he always was meant to be to finally go home face his uncle and save his pride he's fucking running through the desert they have the fades the music da -do, da -do, da -da. like it's all fucking Elton it's like John is this is the <laughs> this is he set his piano on fire this is the character moment this is where simba ex like he accepts his destiny and he goes to live it out in this fucking movie they had the fucking Beyonce song playing that she recorded for this Lion King. And instead of Simba just running home to accept his responsibility, Nala is with him and is like talking in his fucking ear the entire time while they're blasting this Beyonce song. I remember sitting there going, they they missed the whole fucking point of this character. They missed the whole point. And the other thing right, is like that you... Beyonce also sucks too in that movie, which is weird because she's really good in Dreamgirls. So like... It's, yeah, it's, it's just, like it's really fucking, just like, it's awful. It's awful. Uh, it's goddamn she awful. She was great in Goldmember. She was great as Goldmember. She was great in Goldmember. Oh, she was fucking incredible in Goldmember. We talk about that instead of Pinocchio, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, then we actually got a trailer for um, the Little Mermaid live action remake. Apparently, it's going to have four new songs, and they're being co written together by Lin Manuel Miranda. And Alan Menken. Interesting. Yeah, no, I don't need that. I don't need it. I'm sorry. It's just going to be like, I don't need, you know. Did I you guys see the trailer at all? I'm did sorry. you guys see it at all? I yep. did. Um, I don't think the VFX are done yet, obviously. But uh, it looks a little dark. And not like story-wise, not content-wise. I'm talking like literally the image. Yeah, looks I saw very a, lot of, dark. a lot of people were saying like, why is this so undersaturated? Yeah, it should be super saturated like you it's know little uh, da, da, see. like i thought that's the whole thing green like it should be now here's punching a, you in the face now here's the deal are they removing kiss the girl uh that's a good question uh, because that song is kind of uh iffy now you know what i mean it's not exactly a song that ariel can consent to you know what i mean 
I uh, I think at this point they've done so many of these movies. They've like taken out songs and added in new songs. They they don't even have to give a reason, you know. Like they could just be like, yeah, well, it didn't make the cut. We're putting in four it, new songs. Yeah, it's kind of like with a goddamn banger <sighs> and, to replace that. Yeah, that oh, we know what they do. They they that's they roll reverse it. It's the guy. Piss, yeah. Suck the dick. Suck the dick. <laughs> anyway, so. and it's like it's like one of his. <laughs> It's like one of the people he knows on a ship just like talking about it. he's like yo it's just you gotta kill that's the limit while we're in the track it's just one of his friends rapping about how he has to kiss Ariel. so the other thing about i mean i, I like we we've seen them do this before where they take and change songs because going back to that lion king remake they took out be prepared because of all the nazi imagery but i thought that's the whole fucking point is to show you how well-armed scar is and how fucking delusional uh, he is. That'd be like taking the stormtroopers out of Star Wars. I know, it's, it doesn't make exactly. any point. That's I mean, the point. They're the bad guys. And listen, <laughs> yeah. I get it. It's Mag not great bad. optics to have goose-stepping hyenas. <laughs> I understand. But also, you at the same time, it's a fucking banger, bro. It's a banger of a track. Like, it is an incredible song. It's and flat. the fact that um, who's Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons and Jim Cummings sing, sing the song in out. both parts. But on, I think Nick, until I pointed it out to you, you couldn't even tell, right? That no. that Jim Cummings sings the higher part because his you notes mean are in Winnie the, the Pooh. Winnie the yeah, Pooh. Yeah, he's the voice actor for Winnie the Pooh because Jeremy Irons either he couldn't do it or he got sick. What was it? No, he literally he just doesn't have that in his range. So he, have his range he couldn't yet. do and the scar he, voice in that and sing those yeah. notes. So they're like, hey, what's Winnie the Pooh doing? So they hit him up and he go was like, like, yeah, go back and listen to it. If you <laughs> I just killed know, Piglet, because... so let's record a track. <laughs> So you can just, you can you can tell when you like deliberately listen for it. Yeah, there's a point where you're like, "That's Winnie the Pooh." Yeah, he's mad now. <laughs> I uh, I just wanted to point out. Um, I I pulled up when we were talking about Beyonce. I pulled up her IMDb just because I was like, I wanted to see what her filmography is, and it's it's so hard to look at because it's just like every one of her music videos is listed oh. and it, it's just, like it's in the page is enormous and it's like I just want to see her movie Wait, roles. You can, you can you can sort by a movie now. Can yeah, you? but it's it's like Soundtrack actor or like pre- performance uh, or some shit. Act- uh, yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Dog here. Whose dog is that? <laughs> Emily's dog. Oh. Whose dog? Is <laughs> that? I like you're like. There's a dog here. I was like, okay, well, whose dog then? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, call somebody. <laughs> call somebody, dude. There's somebody lost their fucking dog. Um, so, um. Then we had this uh, first look at this movie coming out with Pixar called Elemental, which uh, is about fire, a fire person and like a water person who Shark fall and lava girl. who fall in love, but they can't ever be like they can't be intimate because Romeo they'll, and Juliet turn to rocks. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think either of those people turn, turn to the- rocks. Turn to yeah, they died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't make they, it very far. They died. It's a uh, bomb. Um, there's also an animated series called Win or Lose that follows a softball team during a tumultuous season. It's revealed that Will Forte is playing Coach Dan. So, uh, and I mean the thing, the the way they list uh, Will Forte's uh, old credits is his comedy series MacGruber and Last Man on Earth. I was like. I'm so glad that you listed McGruber because how many kids are going to go seek that out and then see the fucking celery trick? You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Um, <laughs> so then we have... Um, but I just... Uh, 
I just pulled up some of the images from Elemental. The animation style looks pretty pretty awesome. It does. Actually. It does. I I, I gotta be. I That's mean, Pixar always wows me. What was the last Pixar movie that we saw? Oh, Lightyear. Uh, that was one of those ones that we said was really solid, but it didn't have that Pixar magic. Yeah, I feel it was like just these very coming blah. down are gonna have that 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 spritzing of. Did they you know? do the, the that movie Strange Worlds? Did that come out yet? I have no idea. I don't even know about that. Yeah, the it was weird because the whole um the marketing campaign was just like it was like see these strange worlds and it was like a 19 like oh, 50s right. uh you know like film strip it comes out in november nick it just like it's the most the if you watch the ads it's the it seems like the most nothing movie you've ever seen and it feels like totally out of touch with pixar's sensibilities well, we haven't even gotten to disney animation yet let me tell yep. you something those boys not only did they hit the bottom of the barrel, they are digging beneath it right now for ideas. So first up, there's a, a sci-fi movie called Elio about extraterrestrials coming out. It's about an 11-year-old boy who makes friends with aliens with, uh, with the local kids. Um, Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron, that's right. Um, so then there's this other thing. Pixar confirmed in 2018 after Incredibles 2 came out that they actually weren't working on any sequels turns out that is untrue because Inside Out 2 was officially announced Bill Hader and Mindy Kaling are not coming back though because they got offered a hundred thousand dollars just to, you know read lines for three days and apparently that wasn't enough so they said that they're not coming back and they made that public too so it clearly was a falling out between them and the studio how much is Amy Poehler getting paid <laughs> I mean Probably a lot more. <laughs> like, yeah. um, I think I don't know how to say this name. It's Awaju. Awaju is the. Um, it's a teaser image. It's just a. Um, it's just an animated movie coming out about a family in Nigeria. I'm not okay. sure what. It, there's not really any more data on that. So then here's the bottom of the barrel. You guys ready for this? Disney announced a new animated film called Wish coming in 2023 it is literally about the fucking star that all of these characters wish upon to have their dreams come true and how that star became so magical where it gains its power where did han solo get his magic dice (laughs) um it it, it literally just feels like kingdom hearts that's all this feels like at this point (laughs) ariana ariana the boss and alan tudyk are said to be um ariana the boss what'd you say (laughs) what say it again we didn't catch that what about alan three dick (laughs) (laughs) oh okay i didn't hear that sorry (laughs) I, I, I'm usually good with two, three. I can't, I can't anything past That's two. I'm like, it's too, me. it's too much. It's too much. Um, there was an Disney amazing, Witch. there was an amazing, uh, Twitter thread, um, about, about all these, all these fake movies that Disney has announced after this whole, um, wish thing came to fruition. I guess you could say, uh, where is it? It is absolutely amazing. Oh, uh, I can't wait to see this. Why is Goofy allowed to live a full life while I sleep in a doghouse starring, starring Pluto? Um, <laughs> then we have um, Kevin Feige has officially announced that the state funeral for Queen Elizabeth will be an eight-episode series on Disney+, Plus with Colin Holy Farrell hell. returning as Bullseye. Jesus Christ. Um, Damn, you get more episodes than fucking Loki season one. Oh, also... 
Um, so they did announce that Snow White was getting a remake as well. Live action. Live action. Gal Gadot yeah. is playing the que- uh, the evil queen, and um, that'll be interesting. Um, Rachel Ziegler, I believe her name is. She was in um, uh, hey, we're snapping uh, uh West Side Story. That's the one. We're uh, snapping. <laughs> we're she's snapping. actually she's from New Jersey. They held open auditions on Twitter. Thirty thousand people submitted songs. Steven Spielberg handpicked her to be in the movie. They shot it in Patterson. Um, and she's from. Oh, West. you're talking about a West Side Story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, what is Steven Spielberg doing with uh, uh, fucking yeah, Snow White? What, what is he doing? Either way, though, there is an interview. And if we were in studio, I would pull it up for you guys. But there is an interview where Gal Gadot is asked, like, do you think we could see you in the MCU in the future? And all she did was smile at the camera because she has definitely signed a contract that she can't talk about yet. Dude. And everyone was like, Oh my God! Our new biggest fear: Gal Gadot might be Mrs. Fantastic, the Invisible Woman. Why would that be a biggest fear? <laughs> because we don't. Because get to Gal see Gadot her, can't fucking act, dude. Like she's good as Wonder Woman, but she's really not a great actress. She's gotten better for sure, but at the same I, time, I, I definitely like, like. I haven't seen her enough outside of the Justice League movies, which I don't think is fair to judge her based off of those fucking train wrecks of movies. I mean, fair enough. Either way, though. It's, it's like they didn't give her a lot to work with. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. no, I get that. I mean, the first Wonder Woman's great. Um, there was... Uh, let's see. Um, let me try and find this uh, this thread real quick with these fucking movies on it because it's absolutely amazing. While you're looking at that, just as an, a little note, too, like for Wish, jumping back to that, it's oh, Disney's okay. 100th anniversary. I found it. And that's oh, yeah. with like, this kind of like red thread theme yeah so okay here we go so first we have walt disney animation studios has revealed the first look at flight their all new animated feature film that explores how that iconic carpet gained its powers and it's the carpet from aladdin yeah then we have wait disney, i don't know if you're joking or not right now disney and pixar revealed the first look at ball their new animated feature that explores the iconic rubber ball from pixar and how it gained its powers honestly uh, i would watch that if it was a short walt disney animation studios has announced the first look at steam their all new animated feature that explores the willy's iconic steamboat gained its powers uh <laughs> then there's stuff like there's stuff like The Forging of Milner, Strange Magic 2, Liz, High School Musical, the series, the reality Liz. competition. <laughs> There's one called Just Says Where's, and it's a 10-episode Disney Plus series that explores how the iconic Waldo gained his powers. And then my personal oh, favorite, <laughs> Walt Disney Animation Studios, finally announced their new animated feature called Song of the North and they're really hoping to oh, make no. everyone forget that the other one exists. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it was awesome. Um what uh I may be skipping ahead uh but Skip, what skipping. Oh no, I think it was actually a Marvel thing, but it didn't feel like a Mar- the that like werewolf within Oh okay, I'll get to that. Okay, cool. So in London. let's let's yes. just do the video games real quick because because there was nothing on the bone here. Like it was it was actually pathetic. Um, so first things up, Tron Identity is a puzzle based visual novel. I guess that's coming out. Um, puzzle based gameplay and visual novel storyline where the player makes crucial decisions. I feel like this is a game like, that Mike would really like. I was no, I was about to say that's like the two worst things I could. Oh have. really? Okay. Yeah. Is this like, who, dude, who's making it? 
me. Um, you are. Is, is this fucking Telltale Games? It's out of spite. <laughs> so then we have Disney Illusion Island announced as a Nintendo Switch exclusive. The Nintendo Switch got its own exclusive title with Disney Illusion Island, a 2D platformer starring Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. Look at that. Four four characters that if they were in a game, I would truly give a shit about. Not like another game that got announced with four characters that we only care about, too. Um, the title seems to imply that it's a spiritual successor to Mickey's Castle of Illusion, the classic NES title that also happens to be a 2D platform. I literally just played it on my emulator like a few weeks ago. Either way, the fluid animation style and the fast-paced gameplay looks like an absolute blast, and the announcement will certainly be one of the show's highlights. It looks good. I I like it. Looked good. I mean, like it. It looks like something that I could, you know, buy Liz and you know get her away from me for a weekend. Anyway, um, so then we have there was a new gameplay trailer and release date for Marvel's Midnight Suns. Now remember, this is one that we've been watching for a while. Uh, this is in the same vein as XCOM or Mario Rabbids, where it's very much RPG. Uh, turn-based style combat. Um, okay. They have showcased... Uh, it's been in the works for some while. It's coming December 2nd, I believe, the day before the Callisto Protocol is coming. And the featured... I, I, I saw some... They have some... I, I, I don't know if they're original characters, but I've never heard of them before. And then they have, like, Blade, Wolverine, Iron Man, Captain America, Spider-Man, and a couple other ones... And obviously more characters will be added through DLC. But it looks good. And like I really liked Mario Rabbids. And I'm really not into turn-based RPGs. Besides for... um, What's the South Park games? Stick of Truth and the Fractured Butthole. Oh, yeah. Truth yeah. The Fractured um, Butthole. I played both of those games. And I like the con- I like the turn-based RPG style combat in those as well. Um, There's some mobile game bullshit that I'll never play. There's a, another mobile like Marvel card game. Aliens Dark Descent is a tactical RPG in this in the same vein as like Gears. Have you guys seen uh Aliens Dark Descent? Yeah, it's like a it, it's like another um I don't want to say it's like XCOM because or or like we're in the it's same just vein. The, the name is uh what's that other game? Amnesia the Dark Amnesia, Descent. Amnesia the Dark Descent. You're thinking of Gears Tactics Pat? That's the one. Thank you. Uh, it's kind of like that where it's more like an RTS sort of you position your guys on the field and they all, you know, it's that type of shit as opposed to turn based. You know what I mean? So another one, Nick, right, right up your alley. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Oh, fuck you. Got to shout out. In addition to the top seat star, the top secret Star Wars project that Ubisoft is working on an open world game set in the Avatar universe. We've seen a trailer for no, this before. No, it's Lego Star Wars. <laughs> That's what this is. There's no new gameplay was shown at the showcase, but details were revealed that the open world adventure will take players into the western part of Pandora, which has yet to be seen in the upcoming films. And by the way, Nick, they started production on Avatar 4. It started this weekend. Um, don't don't even wait for the audience's reception to two. Nah, dude, they also, spent a lot of money on that. Yeah, Ubisoft is doing um the Frontiers of Pandora. By yes. the way, yes, I mean the game does look good. Yeah. Listen, we From just the skills, got. I mean, I I know everyone shits on Ubisoft because like all they do is make open world games. All they do, right? And they recycle the same thing. I I don't know if you guys have checked out the reboot of Saints Row at all. If you've seen any gameplay footage at all. But when that game came out, it got shit on by critics because it was super dated. It was, and Ubisoft has steadily been raising our expectations on open world games incrementally over the years that there's so much that we are accustomed to now 
that if open world games do not have those things anymore, we do not consider them current. You know what I mean? Or modern. So, so you're saying it's, it's our hard, fault. Or it's well, too hard no, I mean, Elden Ring where you need to be handheld. Yes. And my, kind of my point here is that uh, Saints Row getting released and getting shit on so much actually gave Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft a lot of goodwill. And they just announced fucking three Assassin's Creed games this weekend that are all coming 2023, 2024, and 2025. So I think it's like Mirage, which is in Baghdad. There's Hex during the Salem Witch Trials. And cool. there's Code Red. That's what it's called right now for Feudal Japan. And then they have Mountain this Dew, one baby. coming. That, what'd you say? Mountain Dew. Mountain baby. Dew. And then, and then they have this one coming in the future um, called Assassin's Creed Affinity, which is supposed to be an open world massive MMORPG in the style of Assassin's Creed that you and all your buddies can play. They're cool. also Mar Assassin's Creed Mirage is going to go back to the old style of gameplay. It will not be a 150 hour RPG. Assassin's Creed Japan is going to be in the style of the new RPGs, but it will, it will not be 150 hours long. They said it's way too long and infinity is supposed to be a mishmash of the two so i'm really looking forward to those and i'm looking forward to avatar uh frontiers of pandora because honestly uh two open world games came out this year and one of them was elden ring that had its own style and it was absolutely wonderful and then there was saints row that tried to emulate everything that ubisoft does and they just weren't up to the task so i'm very excited to get good open world games again and ubisoft delivers on that um I think the one thing that I want to say about uh, av the Avatar world, it's like I don't really give a shit about the movies, but I do think the world would be fun to explore in in a first you know playing in and getting to be a part of the world. I just want to kill keep... avatars. Yeah, I just want to kill the Navi. <laughs> yeah, right. You get to play as the Stephen Lang, the government, right? <laughs> yeah. Do I get to have a mech that I just like walk yeah. around and shoot? Um. So then there's the new Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga DLC characters were announced. There's a bunch of people like Cassie and Andor, Reva, Captain Rex, you know, stuff like that. Um, Return to Monkey Island feature at <laughs> I'm getting Return to Monkey Island. It comes out. You, have you played any of the other Monkey Island? Fuck no. Um, there's uh, You can't return to it, Pat. The swashbuckling adventure will arrive on PC and Nintendo Switch September 19th, 2022. So this week, actually, it's coming out. Um, the S SNES title Gargoyles is getting a remaster. Looking forward to that. Um, so there, Does it have this... anything to do with the cartoon show? Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, the, exact oh, it's okay. the exact same thing. So Hades and other Disney villains were announced for a game called Disney Mirrorverse. So Disney Mirrorverse launched not too long ago on mobile devices and already gained a following thanks to its you know epic like redesigns of popular characters and then a new CG trailer just showed off like Oogie Boogie, Ursula, Hades... And a bunch of new playable characters. I'm not into this, but it looked cool. So, you know, if anyone wants to try that out, by all means, go for it. Yeah, this is one of the things where, like you said, they're really redesigning a lot of characters and taking some liberties of, like, classic outfits and stuff. That it's getting, like, a good amount of... It's getting positive reaction. I'm looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. um, so then we have Monsters, Inc. Uh, is coming to Disney Speedstorm. Now, I didn't even know that this was around... So, um, if multiverse, <laughs> what this, uh, what our, our good friends at Collider are saying right now that, which by the way, they have a not secure site, so I can absolutely get into the back end of this thing. If you give me long enough. Anyway, um, if multiverses is Warner brothers answer to super smash brothers, Disney Speedstorm is their answer to Mario Kart. 
It's a free-to-play kart racer, which is currently accepting beta test applicants. Already have fan favorites like Mulan, Jack Sparrow. I saw Mickey in there. Uh, so, uh, Mike and Sully and the gang from Monsters are joining the race soon, pretty much. But either way, it looks like fun. It looks like a fun kart racer. And if it's on PC and it's free-to-play, I don't see why we don't try it out. Like, it looks like a lot of fun. And you guys know me. I fucking love Mario Kart, so... Did you guys ever play Walt Disney World Magical Racing Tour for like PlayStation One? Do you remember that? No, vaguely. It was like it was like a think of the Crash Bandicoot games, the Crash Bandicoot Racing, Crash Team Racing. It was exactly like that, but it was with like Disney characters and through like this different Disney World tracks. Got yeah, I do cool. kind of remember that now. This is kind of in the same vein, I believe. Yeah. So, um, Disney Dreamlight Valley came out, by the way. I don't know if <laughs> I don't know what if anyone's gonna try it out. It, it's it it's out. Animal That's Crossing it. for with Disney. Um, it's, it's there's like, a new open. There's a new open world mobile MMO. Avatar Reckoning was announced for uh, mobile devices, and then. But I just want to skip to the to the real meat and potatoes of this presentation, boys. We had talked extensively on this podcast that Amy Hennig is one of the greatest game developers ever to have walked uh. the planet. She did the first three Uncharted games, and I, I do not know the official story. However, uh, it seemed that while she was working on Uncharted 3, The Last of Us 1 had dropped, I believe, or it was the other way around. Either way, The Last of Us doing so well actually upped Bruce Straley and Neil Druckmann's um, status at Naughty Dog. So when they were working on Uncharted 4, Amy Hennig was actually forced off of the project because they wanted Bruce and they wanted Neil to take to head every game that they were doing now because The Last of Us brought up Naughty Dog's profile so much and it also changed the game industry as we know it. Um, so she moved on from Naughty Dog and she went on to work. Now, listen, there are... That that this is not confirmed. This is just speculation. It could have been that she was just, just didn't want to do Uncharted Four anymore, and they moved him over. She saw an opportunity. Either way, she founded a new game uh, studio called Skydance Interactive, I believe it's called, and she is directing, writing, and directing a untitled Captain America and Black Panther game set in World War Two during like the height of the Nazi regime. And it is said to be in the same style as the Uncharted games. Let me tell you boys, I that was fucking cool. hyped. Dude, I was it's gonna be cool. so hyped. So couple of things around this that are kind of weird though. Number one, obviously it's Steve Rogers. He's gonna be 19, I think they said, um, which is weird because he's 25 canonically during World War II, but whatever. Um, they're going to have Black Panther, but I believe it's Az Azuri. It's his great-grandfather, or his grandfather, rather. His T'Challa's cool. grandfather is going to be Black Panther. And then there's these... There's one Howling Commando, and then there's one... Uh, it looks like uh, Dormelage that will mm -hmm. also be playable characters. Why the fuck didn't they get, like, Wolverine and, yeah. like, another Marvel character from... You know what I mean? And, like... And listen, this is like not a hot take. Back. Twitter has just been like, yeah, who the fuck is going to play as these other people? Like, so I'm I couldn't do you couldn't do like Bucky or something. That's or? what yeah, that's what like, I heard. I heard Bucky I and Wolverine were the two like obvious ones, like because in the comics, Wolverine and Captain America 
you know served yeah. in World War II together. Mm, yeah. Um, so apart from the apart from back though with all the X Men still, we'll get to that yeah, later for sure. Um, well, as far as like, there's no gameplay details besides where it's in the st- the style of Uncharted. Um, there's even not even a title revealed. Um, that being said, though, the CGI trailer did look cool, and if that's the type of tone and vibe that they're going for, I'm all in. I'm all in on this shit. I mean, like I said, Amy Hennig has made one of my favorite games of all time. That was Uncharted 2, and uh, I I can't imagine a better person to be in charge of this game going forward. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, oh, yeah. And then uh, last but not least, boys, time to get out those mobile devices because Marvel World of Heroes was announced from the creators of Pokemon Go. That's right. Niantic is back, boys, and they are doing more for childhood obesity than Michelle Obama did in eight years because because <laughs> they are getting kids out there and they are walking around walking around, around, yeah. walking, walking around staring at their shit. screens uh but yeah I mean I, I don't know there it's just an AR AR uh augmented reality based mobile game centered around heroes Marvel titled Marvel World of Heroes. It didn't give anything away. It's just got a lot of the gameplay ideas from Pokemon Go. You know what I mean? Like that's I'm gonna pretty catch much it. like fifteen Captain Americas. <laughs> I don't think it's like that. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I don't no, think I'm it's very do good optics to be putting people in fucking cages. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, what I'm just all I'm saying is that like, maybe it's not the best idea. So we're just gonna keep moving along because uh, we're uh, we're not short on time, but I. You know, I want to make sure that we have time to talk about uh, uh, yeah. Little Wooden Boy. Anyway, um, so then here was Marvel and Lucasfilm, and this was really the most upsetting because my God, did they first of all they debuted a new Andor trailer. I don't need a new trailer. We're already watching the show. It and I got to be honest, it does look fantastic. I didn't know that Stellan Skarsgård was in this. He looks great and he sounds great. To, like you know how like some actors they go from movie to movie, and sometimes they look like they're like. They're in a good place in life, and then other movies are like, "Fuck, man!" Yeah. This is you one mean of the fucking <laughs> Dune. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, yeah. This is one of those movies where it's like, "Oh, okay, all right, he looks good. Like, let's let's do it. Like, he looks all right." Um, they they built real sets. They they used film, like as opposed to digital. Like, they really went for it. And like we said, the seasons are twelve episodes long, so that's really something that I'm looking forward to because our biggest critique. Um, was the six-episode structure on the Disney Plus shows, besides no for the good. poor writing. Um, so then there is a uh, was a Willow trailer was released. I don't, I'm not sure if you guys know what Willow is. Nick, I feel like this is something that you would know for sure. Nope. Um, so <laughs> Warwick, Warwick Davis is back, and he's portraying a character known as Willow, which apparently was like a sorcerer or whatever. I didn't see the original movie. It was a Lucasfilm movie made in like the fucking 80s. Uh, And basically, like, it's some, like, high-level fantasy shit. Like, super-duper, like, you got to read the fucking compendium. It's like Lord of the Rings type stuff. type of deal. But, I mean, it looks good, and I feel like if you like the Dark Crystal, Nick, I feel like you and, like, Labyrinth, this would really be up your alley. It's in that same vein. All right, well, let's get it. Maybe we'll watch it. Yeah. Uh, Bad Batch season two got a release date. I mean, I don't really fuck with animated Disney Star Wars. So was Tales of the Jedi. Um, okay, I do want to talk about Tales go, of the Jedi. Yes, go for it. And uh, like, I just want to preface it by uh, f- 
Bad Batch, I after two episodes, I was like, this is not for me. I'm not. This is too kiddie. But uh, Tales of the Jedi, I might give it a try just because I'm interested to see like young Count Dooku and young uh, Qui Gon Jinn. Uh, they brought back Yaddle. Yaddle, like, I saw a Yaddle. Fucking, there's a Yaddle, Yaddle battle. <laughs> Yaddle uh, battle. A little Yaddle battle. So I am interested in watching Tales of the Jedi. Yes, I it's, would like to see it as well. Cool. Um, there was an, an update on Ahsoka. They're not done. They have a couple more months left of shooting it. But basically, they say it's going well, and they really like it. To me, it sounds like they're they're writing it as they go, and that's why there's such delays. Um, we all know that's the way to do it with Star Wars. Just keep writing yeah. as you as you go. Uh, there the was a skeleton crew update, you know, uh, with the Jude Law show. I, I even I forgot about totally that for, yeah totally I forgot, forgot about that didn't, one. Didn't remember that was a thing. Mandalorian season three had a release date and trailer, so it seems that uh, it will debut February twenty twenty three. Also, Babu Frick is going to be in the show. Uh, and uh, he's on screen. And if he's on what? screen with uh, Grogu, I might just fucking explode. Like <laughs> <laughs> your ovaries <laughs> might explode. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, sadly, we had an Indiana Jones five update. Um, okay, so did, did you? I he got all welled up and he got real happy about it, and that made me happy. I'm but just glad it. Harrison Ford has some glimmer of happiness left yeah. in these last glory years of his life. Did you see that photo? Because I don't I don't know how to say his name, but the guy who played Short Round. Have yes. you seen the picture? Yes. He's hugging Harrison yes. Ford, and Harrison Ford looks genuinely happy. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Which is hysterical because he was not into it for the like, <laughs> well, I love I loved how there's this one interview. You guys can look it up if you want, where Harrison Ford gets asked, so who shot first? Was it Han or Greedo? And he just looks at the interview and goes, I don't give a fuck who shot first. <laughs> or like, I don't care. Like Harrison Ford does not give a shit about Star Wars. But no, Indiana Jones, though, he's extremely passionate about because really like that's his bread and butter. Like Han Solo obviously was like, you know, that don't get me wrong. That's a huge pillar of his career. There's no doubting it, but Indiana Jones was like that out of the two. I really, out of Han Solo and India, sometimes it's hard to choose between the two, but I really feel like Indiana Jones was really his vehicle with Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was integral to star Wars and he's, awesome in those movies but this is the one where i really feel like this is his legacy like if people are like oh what what uh what harrison ford movie should i watch from his glory days i'll be like fucking uh raiders of the lost ark that one immediately that that's the first one you should watch so the interesting thing about this i think we've gone over it before is that james mangold is directing this film and that he did say that um this is the last time that indiana jones Harrison Ford claims this is the last time Indiana Jones will be on screen. It's not. Um, I would I would love for this to be like a James Bond type series yeah, and just pass it, it down. Good. Yes, yes. Um, because that means I could be Indiana Jones in like 10 years. You know there I mean? is a world where it is a <laughs> slim chance. There is a timeline out there. Where Harrison Ford passes Indiana Jones down to bat, and you, you can take you can take solace in that that there's yeah, there's a version true, right? of you out there. There's a version of me that has everything he ever wanted. <laughs> Dude, I, honest to God, when I was like that, I took a gap year between high school and college, and I was pursuing acting. Uh, 
one of my legit goals was to be I'm like I know they're going to do a Han Solo movie. I want to be I want to be Han Solo. And uh Looking back now, I'm glad that never happened because that movie was a piece of shit. <laughs> you think could have so? Been Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I think out of all the fucking anthology movies they've done, that's the best one. Uh, Rogue One. Okay, I mean that's good. I mean, I think that one Rogue One is good. much. Uh, I mean, we don't. I don't want to go back and yeah, relitigate yeah, Han Solo, yeah. but it's there are a lot of flaws. A I lot also, of flaws. I really like um, what's her face? Um, I was in Game of Thrones. Uh, Dragon oh, yeah. Lady. Uh, Amelia Clark. There you go. That's the one. Yeah. Um. You should have said, help, there's dragons. Help, help there's, there's dragons. dragons. Speaking of which, House of the Dragon just started. Anyway, so James Mangold, he's directing this film. And the reason why they picked him, and I think it's you know to cap off the series and everything, is he directed Logan, which was an amazing swan song to a 17-year-long career as Wolverine, done so well that nine you ask nine out of ten Marvel fans, they're like, just don't do Wolverine again. Just don't give it like don't touch it. give it like another ten years to do Wolverine. Yeah, 10, 15 like, years. Please. Like, like Hugh Jackman else. was too fucking perfect. Like it's just not worth it. Um so that's why they got him for this one. And that's why I'm like, oh Indy's gonna die. And let's be real. If they ever do another Indiana Jones, it it, it will not be a man. Okay, like they they're setting it up. I'm pretty sure it's his granddaughter or some shit in this one that he doesn't know it's his granddaughter or something like. But either way, there is a uh, I forget her name. She is a wonderful actress and uh, she is playing. What's it called? Um, she is. Uh, what's it called? She, she's playing oh. his successor or whatever. Spanks Wiggenbottom. Spanks Wiggenbottom. Oh, I'm going to take over for him later. <laughs> there we <actually>. go. <laughs> Um, also really weird. They started the Marvel Studios D3 presentation with a live performance of, uh, Steve Rogers, the musical from Hawkeye. Oh my God. That's great. <laughs> right into a Wakanda forever update. So basically Ryan Coogler just, he, he just confirmed that he's still in the edit bay and he's still figuring out the best cut of the movie. Um, he said he's, uh, what's it called? The rest of the world is trying to capitalize on Wakanda's resources while the country is at its weakest. And they're saying that so vaguely. And I'm going to go ahead and finish that quote um, because T'Challa is dead. <laughs> you know, that's definitely why. And mm -hmm. apparently the exclusive footage saw um, Queen, uh, Queen Ramonda attempting to face off other countries growing curiosity into Wakanda's vibranium supplies. So it's like all right like fucking we still we got the colonizers out of here for centuries and we said we we were in two movies and now they all want to come here, you know what I mean? Like Queen Elizabeth dies yeah. and now we got this fucking <laughs> Charles is at it. Um there was you want to talk about you want to talk about Zach Panther Pat because I don't think Nick knows. I mean, I, it was not. just a tweet, right? It was a Henry Cavill was, yeah, was, or some people, shit. People like were, people were doing like like leaks, and it was like Henry Cavill as oh uh, T'Challa's like long lost cousin Zach Panther. <laughs> I just saw one guy retweet it and was like, "I'm so fucked up right now. This is the funniest thing in the world." It's like, yeah, it is funny. <laughs> It's hysterical. So, there was an Ironheart update. Um, Ryan Coogler is executive producing this the uh, the series, which is just means that he's paying for everything. Um, they debuted the exclusive trailer. Um, we obviously we cannot see it. They finally confirmed though that Anthony Ramos is playing the Hood, which we already knew, but still, it's nice to make things official. Like they've seen pictures of him on set and whatever. Um, and basically, the the character is described as a complex guy who kicks a lot of ass. And apparently, 
The series will be about a clash between magic and tech. Interesting. I like that. And thankfully, it's right. not six episodes. So, um, we had an Ant Man three update. We had like a plot update, which I really like too. So it turns out that in this movie, it, they're going back to like you know how every single Ant Man movie is like a heist movie. Like that's how they that's how they portray them. Um, in this particular version, which looks at which sounds incredible. Um, Scott and uh, God, what's her name? The um. I know it's hope Evangeline Lilly, but uh, Hope, Hope, uh, Hope, Hope Van Dyne, Hope Van Dyne, Hope and Scott have to go on a, a like a, a quantum time heist type of deal in the quantum realm for Kang because Kang is holding Cassie Lang hostage from Scott. And uh, I don't know where this quote is from. I think it's from a trailer or maybe some footage they saw, but apparently the quote is, Kang meets Ant-Man and says to him, oh, you're an Avenger? Have I killed you before? So, like, this movie is the jumping off point for Kang in the MCU. Like, he will be heavily involved from that point on all the way up to Secret Wars. So, um, then we had Werewolf by Night. So confused so by that. So random. Yeah, at a at a left field here. That being said, um, what does it have to do with Marvel? Like, is it just? Based I think it's on just a, a special. Book? It's a special presentation. Michael Giacchino, 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 mm-hmm. whatever. Who who did the music for the Batman and many other? He's directing this. Oh, yeah. Wait, the composer. The composer of the Batman okay. is directing this, and um, uh. I'm trying to see. There's a trailer, and it's all in black and white. And there was a brief glimpse of Man Thing, and like everybody flipped their shit. We could not believe what the fuck was going. Like they're putting Man Thing in the MCU. What the fuck? Like it was one of those moments. And then of course, <laughs> ten minutes later, the tweets: How they're gonna fuck up Man Thing, huh? How they're gonna fuck up Man Thing? <laughs> Where's this going? They're Where are they going? Ah, gonna make this fucking SJW garbage, huh? So, uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, it looks good. I believe it comes out like end of September, October. Uh, let me just check real quick. Uh, October would make sense. Yeah, it should because of spooky know. time. Spooky, spooky time. Werewolf spooky. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. October 7th. There you go. All right. There we go. So kicking off spooky season. Oh yeah, for sure. And we'll definitely talk about it on this show because it looks awesome. So then we have the secret invasion trailer, which is Nick Cage, Amelia Clark, uh, some other familiar faces. I believe Martin Freeman is you in say the Nick show. Cage. Oh, you didn't Nick, say Nick, Nick, Cage. Nick Fury and Nick Fury as portrayed by Samuel Jackson. Well, I got to be honest, whoever wrote this fucking Collider article put Nick Cage down as well. Okay. Okay. No so, uh, they, they have a phony writing for him. Anyway, uh, hey, big fat phony. Anyway, um, big fat phony. so Nick Fury, Sam Jackson's coming back as Nick Fury in the MCU for the first time in like what? How many years? The last one he was in was in age of old. Oh no. He was in, um, wasn't he in there for a hot minute? He was in um, everyone oh, he hates me. A... Uh, I just Miss Marvel. Add... There we go. That's the one. Uh, was he in? Was he in um? 
Scarlett Johansson's at all? Black Widow? Was he in there for a no, hot minute? No, I do not believe no. so. You know that there's there's rumors, uh, not rumors. I've seen the stills. I, I don't know if they're real, but there is like supposedly a scene on the cutting room floor where she meets up with Stark behind everyone's back and like debriefs with her and everything. Like you know how like she basically changes sides by shooting Black Panther. You know what I mean? And keeping him from mm-hmm. Bucky and Cap getting on the plane. Apparently in her movie they were supposed to remedy that, like her relationship with Stark. By showing a flashback where, like, after those events and, like, she went on the run with Steve, she actually meets up with Tony somewhere, like, in a private plane. I don't know. I think the reason they really? shit... I think the reason they shit-canned it, though, was because it's just... There's, it it cheapens the death. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you it don't, cheapens... You don't want to have like, don't get me wrong. anything with him after. Like, listen, do not get me wrong. RDJ and Chris Evans will be back. They, there's no way Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars is going to happen and they're not showing up. But yeah. I'm glad that they're just like, let's just give them, let's just put them on the bench for like six years and then we'll get them back out. You know what I mean? Like, I and listen, those two guys were the face of the MCU for over a decade and we see how not having them around and not having a figurehead, it kind of struggles a bit. 100%. What do you mean, Doctor Strange? I mean, yes, Doctor Strange was good, but it wasn't. Is not. It's not. I'm joking. <laughs> his cape is Nick. Um. So there was Wong, Armor like, Wars. Wong, Wong the, yeah, yeah, Wong actually should Wong be. Wong is the current head of. He's the MVP. The um. So there was an Armor Wars update. They. It was just John Cheadle saying that Armor Wars is uh taking place after Secret Invasion, and that the story centers around his responsibility to keep Tony Stark's tech from falling into the wrong hands post his death you know what i mean and like a promise to pepper and shit like that um there's no talk of what cameos will be around but i have to imagine gwyneth paltrow will be in in some capacity maybe on like a zoom call or something happy hogan has to be in that shit and a part of me just a small part of me thinks that spider-man might show up you know what I mean? This is all Stark centric stuff. So I was gonna say that. Well, I mean, they did kind of end the last Spider Man with, okay, he's no longer got all his Stark tech. He's just wearing just a lycra suit. <laughs> man, it's Looking cold in bad. here. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe, maybe he goes to Stark or he goes, hey, do you guys remember me? They don't. We don't. Can Spider-Man. I have this suit with the heater again? You can't. So then uh, there was a Loki season two um, announcement that Ki Hu Kwan, I believe, is, is you know, he is short round. Um, he's joining the cast in an undisclosed role. I believe one of the things they said is he might be a TVA agent in the same okay. style as Owen Wilson. Um, there's some Fantastic Four news that the only thing they confirmed was Matt Shackman is yeah. he is directing Fantastic Four. That's all you're getting for right now. There dude, oh my god, let me tell you the 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 absolute like I don't know how to describe digital butt hurt, but like I saw it on Twitter all we day. All, we all know yeah, it when dude, we see I, it. Yeah. I did. Like I did too. everyone was like they didn't announce the fantastic forecast, you can it's like why do you listen to all these people that just say things on the internet for clicks though? You know what I mean? Like if you're sharing an article from an from a random fucking website that has no credibility in the industry and they're saying Henry Cavill confirmed to be cast in fantastic because there's rumors that he's going to be Dr. Doom and then right. Jody Cormer or Comer yeah, there's, there's from free guy. And listen, 
that was on um that was on another movie show that I really like and that guy has a lot of connections so if he's saying it it's it was at least discussed about between executives uh that she might be playing miss miss fantastic um uh no word on mr fantastic everyone's just assuming it's um john krasinski, john krasinski. and krasinski. then the Jack thing Ryan. um the thing uh jason sudeikis i believe his name is what are you yeah. talking about jason statum no Jason Sudeikis, like I love you, man. That guy. No, that was, that was not Jason Sudeikis, and I love you, man. Who, That's uh, you're thinking of uh oh no, you're thinking of uh. Oh um, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Okay, that's that's pretty easy. Um, to mess up, I mean. Either way, uh, yeah, Jason Siegel is. That would be an, a choice. It, he's also he's the rumor right now for um. For Fantastic Four, dude, I did. Nobody gave a fuck about the Fantastic Four for decades, and all of a sudden, because no. Marvel's got the rights to them and announced a fucking logo and a release date, everyone's dude, got I, a hard on for them. I disagree. Everybody was so mad because those movies were like, how many times that we have had failed? I mean, Fantastic Four. Listen, don't get me wrong, but it's also one of those things that's like nobody ever fucking talked about it after that happened either, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, Marvel's like, first family. But who gives yeah, but a they fuck? Were just disappointed. They were like, "This was shit," and then we moved on. I gotta be honest. The first two Fantastic Four movies are not that awful. They they're fun. Like, but they're very this. of their time. Yes, they, they are. are very up their time. And then what's that other movie? Uh, oh, the one in 2015. Um. I said it from the day they released that trailer. I was like, this movie's going to suck ass. And then I remember we watched it at the my Josh house. The Josh Trank one. The Josh Trank one. And, dude, there's a whole story behind that about, like, how his dogs ruined the house he was staying in. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy fired him on the spot from the Boba Fett movie because of his behavior. It was absolutely wild. Um, but he did make a good movie called Chronicle, which everybody should check out if they haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, you know who'd be a good uh, The Thing? Jack Black. Jesse Plemons. Why do they keep putting him in movies? I like him. Jesse Plemons and Jared Leto are in the same category of people I don't want to see in movies anymore. Oh, it is this dude. Yeah, I hate this guy. I don't want <laughs> yeah. To about- yeah, I fucking hate I was, this guy. I don't. I just. I like. I get. I get something about his face. Just well, who's that? Nothing he can do about who's it. Who's that ginger him. guy that looks like? What if he turned into a rock? <laughs> <laughs> it'd be orange, and it'd be his like fucking brow, and it'd just be like, oh. <laughs> who? Who? Oh. I- exactly who you're gonna say you're gonna say the kid from uh uh the the vacate or the <laughs> what who uh, uh banner uh jabberwocky banner what's the fucking uh, i I'm, I'm i forget the name uh bandersnatch bandersnatch that guy oh um, bandersnatch you didn't from... like it yeah it's a girl from outside of school. You Will, guys don't Will know her. Poulter. Will Poulter. He's he's Adam Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And he beefed up for that role. Um, and then what was the other? Uh, oh, who's the ginger guy that looks exactly like Rupert Grint, but isn't Rupert Grint? He's he's in that movie American Made. Ed with Is not Ed Sheeran. Uh, they kept putting him in movies for a while, and I was like, "You got to get this guy off the screen because I can't fucking stare at him anymore." Well, Bill Burr. It's not Bill Burr. He was in American Made, which is the last thing I think I saw him in. Uh, Donald Gleason. Not Donald Gleason. It's the other one. 
Tom uh, Cruise. Caleb Landry Jones. Is that the one? Is he look like yeah. Rupert Grant? Not really. Not really. <laughs> Hold but on. That's probably the one you're thinking of. Let's see. Unless he's like a. That's him. Person. Yeah, this guy looks like fucking alcoholic Rupert Glint, okay? <laughs> Like, Wait, hold on. He looks you... like fetal alcohol grint. Okay, like, the, the, here, uh, the, the picture that I currently have up of him, his skin is so white that there is a flashback from the fucking flash on the camera, okay? It is blinding to photograph this man. It is lily white. And the fact that he was in a movie with Tom Cruise absolutely stupefies me. So, um, there was an Echo update. Vincent D'Onofrio is going to be an Echo. Whoop-de-doo, we knew that. Daredevil, Charlie Cox came on stage to talk about how it's really not Daredevil season four. They're doing their own like new, like it's not, it's still that, that stuff is still in Canon. They're just doing their own thing. You know what I mean? Those adventures happen. All that stuff. Matt carries all that stuff with him into this new series, but they're the way that they're saying it it, without saying it so much is that they're starting fresh because they want to, it's, it's a, it's almost a decade removed at this point. They want to do a new thing. So good on them. Captain America 4 got a villain. Um, Tim Blake Nelson is returning as the leader from the Incredible Hulk in 2008. Um, And uh, as we said before, this movie is called Captain America, the New World Order. There is a crazy Twitter thread right now accusing Marvel of Uh, anti-Semitism. Absolutely. I, I... Listen now. I mean, obviously, I don't put any stock in any of that. That's ridiculous. But I'm curious: is New World Order a name taken from a comic book? That's been I don't out know. For decades. I don't know about that. But I've heard many villains in my life throughout comic book or like uh, whatever being like, um, being like, did they also establish the New World Order? You know what I mean? Mm. So the last thing I just want to end up on. I, I want to end on was that there was um there was Thunderbolts. Omar, no, the, yes but the real quick if we don't mention it we'll be called assholes um the marvels shared a trail a teaser trailer marvel uh no, it, the marvels the marvels um, like carvel like oh yeah all right. they all look good either way it was good stuff all around and i like the idea that every time they use their powers they trade places so like Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that's it. I wanted to see, and most of it was shot in Jersey City, too. So I, uh, you know, can't wait to see, you know, what Baldwin Heights looks like. Yeah, right. Um, And then, so the Thunderbolts roster was announced. It's Yelena, Red Guardian, Ghost from uh, Ant Man 2, Taskmaster, Mm -hmm. um, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Valentina, US Agent, and Bucky. So. This is not the Thunderbolts lineup from the comic books. And I even <laughs> said with what they got. Right. And listen, I say it all the time. Marvel borrows from comic books in name only. They are never like, oh, we're taking a full fuck. You know what I mean? It just never yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, the th- one thing everyone seems to have the problem with is that four of these characters all do the same shit. And I am here to, to disagree with that. Three of these characters only do the same shit. <laughs> okay. It's Red Guardian. It's Bucky. And it's... Uh, uh, Yelena. Captain Goober. Yelena. No, not Yelena. Yelena's Yelena's Black Widow. These are super soldiers. What else does she do? And it's then the um, Yelena Master, and Red Guardian are, but you know, it's like it's father and daughter. Ta- yeah, exactly. Taskmaster is basically a um, 
he has photographic memory. That's why he can remember all the Avengers moves and everything like that. She. She, she. Oh, that's right. They changed. Uh, they changed her to a female. I'm interested to see because they didn't. They really Taskmaster was such a nothing villain for that I know, movie. No, it sucks so much. They really. Should oh have well, they pu- three of these characters are pulled directly from Black yes. Widow. Oh, it's a Black Holy Widow shit. Falcon Winter Soldier team up. Yeah. So a lot of people are upset that Thunderbolt Ross actually isn't in the lineup, but also one that actor is dead, and two like they um. Get his voice on computer. Yeah, exactly. Two, it. Um, I get there's like a Red Hulk thing. Like he's supposed to be the Red Hulk. Uh, he's not on the team. Abomination isn't on the team. Um, who? Uh, Purple Mask. Uh, Zemo. Zemo. Zemo isn't yeah. on the team. But the thing is that the speculation is now that Zemo might actually be the villain. And same mm. with um, because she's also going to be in Captain America four, I believe. Um, uh, blonde chick. Uh, Agent Thirteen. Oh, uh, no. Carter. Yeah, yeah, Sharon Carter, I believe. Uh, so she might. He would be make there. a good villain. That that'd be an interesting. Well, she's villain. the power that'd broker. She's the power broker yeah. at the end yeah. of Falcon Winter Soldier. So she and was. She's, a oh, she's infiltrated the U.S. government. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, like, so set it up pretty well. Kind of like yeah. us. No, so, um, yeah, There's it's one... uh, no, keep going. I was gonna say there was one non-Marvel thing that we kind of skipped over that I wanted to talk about. Go for it. National Treasure, the TV series. The only reason I bring it up is because uh, it's now set like it's a it's a series and it's got like a bunch of young actors in the lead and the lead character is like my dad left me this medallion and now we're going on this adventure and John Voight is back and he's a hundred years old and he's like <laughs> he's old as <laughs> he's so he's like explaining. You know, here like oh, there's all these mysteries, and uh, the the guy that looks like Danny, he's back. Oh, nice. Okay. He's oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so the thing that got me, I was watching the trailer, and I was like, I just don't buy the the. I watched a behind the scenes like making of, and the lead character is supposed to be 22 years old, and I just was thinking, it was like, am I just getting older? Or yes. do I I just don't buy that these characters that are in there like late teens and early twenties are going on these adventures. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is stupid. Like, why are they just like, it's like Scooby doo. But then I looked it up. I get to go on these adventures. Well, yes. But also I looked it up. Nick Cage, when he did national treasure was 40 years old. (laughs) Um, Harrison Ford, when he did the first Indiana Jones, he was 38. He was 38. So time. what I'm thinking is why is Hollywood like moving so far away from having like, older protagonists to now it's like they got to be just fresh out of high school to be the lead of the i hate it it sucks you won't get cast in a film in hollywood now if you don't have a social media presence you won't get signed to a record label if you if you don't have a social media that's fair but 40 year old no fucking 40 year old is having a a dope social media presence 40 years old is a millennial or is a comparable (laughs) media presence to like yeah I'm closer to 40 than I am to 15. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then, um, no, nobody's got any take on that. What? On National Treasure being f- helmed by not Nicholas Cage. I mean, well, that's what cameo. I wanted. Okay, here's what I wanted to follow that up with. Jerry Bruckheimer put out a statement recently saying that they have three scripts in the works right now at the, his house. One of them is a Pirates of the Caribbean sequel without Johnny Depp. Or like a reboot sequel thing. 
Um, one of them is a direct sequel with Johnny Depp uh, starring as Captain Jack Sparrow. And the other one is an official National Treasure 3 with Nick Cage directed. I mean, I directed, it. like attached to star in it. So if you if you pull it up on IMDb, it's like it's in there. National Treasure Theory is set to release in 2024. I again, it's IMDb, but so yeah, and I mean anyone can update that shit. So um yeah, that was D23 and like I said, nothing earth-shattering, but fun stuff, you know what I mean? Fun stuff to theater like later on down the line we'll hear that like somebody got cast in a movie and be like, Oh, she's probably playing it that you know what I mean it's just to keep the chatter going pretty much, to keep it, you know, yeah. keep that internet traffic going. Keep all the sweaties nice and angry. So, um before before we move on, uh, my bladder's gonna explode. So okay. you guys have, talk amongst yourselves. Okay. We'll 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 get we the just, we'll get the segue. We can just start. Yeah, we're gonna. Honest. Um I knew D23 was going to take a long time, so. Um, of course. It was a lot. Let's just move into Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. First of all, we're doing full spoilers because nobody, nobody should watch this um, <laughs> is number one. Number two, um, I've watched terrible movies before, but at least I felt something. I've never watched a movie before that my emotional investment was like this the entire time besides for one line and we're like boop and then that was it the entire time dude so, it's like i i can't like for for a movie like i loved pinocchio growing up like i loved that movie i loved like all of the like we used to watch all of the like sing along with disney songs and they were all in it like god to just pull every possible bit of like my ability to care for something just like right down the shitter. And even then it's another one. It's going back to the Lion King thing. It's another one of those things where they just do not understand the fucking material that they are adapting because no. all of the lessons from this film are just yanked right out. Like uh, they're drinking root beer instead of real beer they're fucking, uh, they, you know, it's like, you know, that was the whole thing. You know, be a bad kid, turn into a donkey. Um, there was... You gotta learn these oh, lessons. That's how, that's how I live my life. Yeah. <laughs> there was... Um, but, but yeah, that's the whole thing. Is like they totally sanitized this, the, the actual story of Pinocchio. And not only that, it was absolutely jarring at times. Like watching, like seeing Pinocchio, you're like what the fuck is he supposed to be a cartoon or is he supposed to be like a, like in the real world? Like I, it was this weird, like it's animation, but it's also live action. You know what I mean? And like weird, like who framed Roger rabbit? Like, yeah. Uncanny Valley situation. The entire, and like it's Robert Zemeckis too. So I'd expect him to do something great. And Tom Hanks was even annoying as fuck in this know, movie man. too. I'm a I'm a big I I love Robert Zemeckis, you know. But uh, if you've seen what he's done in the last few years, it's like he's not been. I mean, ever since he did um, what was the Tom Hanks Santa uh, Polar Express, like it's been like downhill yeah. since there. Like Welcome to Marwin and stuff like that. It's like weird, uncanny, weird yeah, VFX. It's not stuff. awesome stuff. Um, but he did bring back. My boy Alan Silvestri to do the score, 
which felt very for Pinocchio for Pinocchio, which is weird because I thought the score sucked the entire time. I, was, you, I think you suck. <laughs> I didn't even notice the score to be honest. Like, Dude, the, the, talk about the ruining. Opening, okay, the opening was very reminiscent of, of Back to the Future because I was sitting there and I get like the opening to Back to the Future, all the clocks on the wall. You know what yeah. I mean? So it was like yeah. a callback to. Uh, I mean, it was a callback to Pinocchio, but uh, also Back to the Future. And uh, like the like, you hear it immediately, and I was like, "This is Alan Silvestri." Pulled it up. Yep, that's him. I um, I so first of all, um, I just want to say it's not a matter of if, it's when. When are they gonna fucking take the movie you love as a kid and try to remake yep. it and ruin it? And this They're time, it, for all, honestly, for this one, it was just like, all right, who's next? Uh, Pinocchio next. Like that's pretty Stopping much what line. it was like. Like, hey, we I have really to get thought- this done the chopping block i i really thought that this was going to be the the one because it's like nobody i don't there's very few people whose favorite disney film is pinocchio so i was like this is the perfect one to remake it's not you know it's not I mean? like i said it's not one of my favorites but it's up there i really yeah, like it's it in, it's in the middle like it's never like people are like i hate pinocchio or like i love 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 pinocchio it's, like, it's, yeah, Nick, it's, it's a lion great king or aladdin or like those are the favorites nobody yeah. ever says pinocchio is there in their top three it's a yeah real clean spot to be like we can take a stab at this and maybe do something cool my entire like my entire review for this movie and like i don't have a ton more to say about it was like it did nothing extra by doing a live action remake of it like it added zero and it didn't take away anything either besides for like all the charm and like magic like all of the musical numbers are like that weird like half song thing like just commit do it like, well, I think we learned that Tom Hanks can't sing, so they made him oh, sing talk. Oh, yes. You know that, he definitely but... can't sing, which is weird because there's not much that guy probably can't do on screen. Yeah, right. um, the only and... redeeming thing was visually. Yes. I thought, like, like, if, oh, like, I not like, Monstro like, at the end, my guy, with Monstro all the fucking the water. They blew, they blew the entire load on, um, what was the Fox dude's, like, Honest oh, John, Honest uh, John, Keegan Michael Key, Keegan Michael Key. He yeah. was the best part he of the whole thing. Was the best part of the whole movie, and like that, it looked fantastic. Like I've not seen a like. But CGI that's the thing that weirds me out is that like, why is Honest John a sentient fox, and everybody else is like humans? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you don't. You don't. Like, you don't like that's what I'm getting. And why does Pinocchio is supposed to be in the real world, but he looks like he just stepped off of the fucking screen from 1943? Do you get what I'm saying here? It's this weird place that it's in. It's it's inviting, but I don't want to go in. Like that's the vibe. I, you know, I didn't mind that so much. But the other puppets, the other puppets in the puppet show, I thought looked really off-putting. Yeah, they didn't fit the world to yeah. me. Yeah. So there's actually two things though. Okay, well, there's actually two things though I like about the movie, and I'll just say that first. Right. Number one is I'm not sure if this was in the original, but Geppetto saying that. He had a son that died pretty much. And that's why he, you know, creates Pinocchio. And like when Pinocchio comes to life, it's it like that. That was real. That really in the beginning when I didn't know that I was up for a fucking shit show. That really um, that drew me into Geppetto's character. It's not like, oh, I'm just making a puppet. It's like, oh, no, he's making this to try and fill, fill a hole, a in, his hole in his heart. Yeah, exactly. I watched I watched the original 1940 uh, Pinocchio before I watched this that was not part of you know that's what I didn't a... think it was either it may have no, been implied they, but it was not they stated. left it out because that's a little too dark for you know 
back but I'm then. glad that they put it in because I really liked that. I liked yeah, I was, right. and like That's the way he sings, like if he was still here, and like, I was just like, oh, yeah. it's so sad. And then, um, f- dude, Figaro, what the fuck happened to Figaro, man? He is the most CGI thing I've ever seen in my life. I I like Figaro. I didn't have a problem with it. Um, I just think I, it's, th- I think it's a weird choice to do it that way. It's it, like why wasn't Figaro like, just a real cat? Like well, there is just a real cat or also so many like, things, so many things that could have been practical weren't for me. And I mean, are we going full spoilers? Yeah, we're we're in full spoilers. So yeah. the the clocks, what the fuck with all the Disney references that pissed me off to no end. You put one, put one subtle one, put a Beauty and the Beast or something, and then have the rest be like the original clocks from the 1940. But the fact that every single clock was a Disney property just made me want to fucking vomit. Yeah. yeah. But so Geppetto is supposed to be a craftsman, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just make a bunch of cool practical clocks with like wooden moving? Why did they? Why were they all CGI? And I get it's probably easier that way, but yeah. But um, it, again, like it, it takes uh, it the takes charm the out. Way. and like this movie was dramatically lacking in charm. If you go from a classic Disney animated movie, the to classic. This, Right, like then you need to do something visually or practically that makes it as enticing and as inviting. So, but um, nothing happened that way. I uh, so like I said, I watched the original 1940 before, and one thing that I noticed right off the bat was this is 1940. They were doing this, and uh, as uh, um, Jiminy Cricket is hopping to uh, Geppetto's, you know, uh, Geppetto's shop. They have they're doing that parallax thing where uh, Jiminy's vision is moving, and then they have a frame in the window of Geppetto's shop that's moving separately on a different plate. Yeah. It's like that's innovative and interesting and different and ahead of its time. This did nothing that was interesting. The, the other thing too is that the the cat. Okay, the other thing that I liked was that Pinocchio. <laughs> it's such a weird thing, but Pinocchio doesn't trust humans other than Geppetto. So the only way that they can communicate to him is through the other puppets. Other puppets. And I thought like, okay, like that's at least a, sure? me- let's, let's roll a with meaningful like- progression to Pinocchio's character. See, that bothered me because in, uh, Pinocchio is inherently trusting. That's his fatal flaw is that he yes. just like the evils of the world drag him into whatever they're doing because he just trusts. And he's like, OK, if that's what we're doing, yeah, um, like anything to he's naive. Also, yeah. this naive. Pinocchio was was just like, I don't trust you. Like, no, no, no. You should be inherently naive. Also, this new uh, his the nose growing thing wasn't as much of a um, it wasn't as much of a uh, what's it called? Like a plot device. It wasn't as prominent as it was, I um, felt, in the last no. one. No. Again, this was something that we both we were watching, and it was like, oh, I thought the nose thing was more prominent. It's exactly, it was just that one scene when really? he's in the cage. That's the only oh, time it comes is, up. Wow. Like it just Mandela becomes effect. such a big part of the mythos. Yeah. Interesting. But um, they did implement it differently, because in the 1940 version, the Blue Fairy comes back and was like, I'm only going to help you out this one time, and it shrinks his nose and it gets him out of the cage so this was cool that it wasn't a deus ex machina (laughs) it like he actually used the nose for a purpose so what i do really love actually about the blue fairy is that the blue fairy like fucking just stole jiminy cricket's one thing to do in this movie and that was sing (laughs) when you wish upon a star right and then the blue fairy comes down and starts i'm like 
No, no, this is him. This is him. This is supposed to be him. Which do you guys know who played Jiminy Cricket? Oh, uh, yeah. JGL. Yeah, JGL. I was like, he's he's probably the best person to do an impression of the guy that played Jiminy Cricket back in the day because they sound oh, yeah. very similar. Real like, close. R- like almost to the point where I was like, did they just did they just use the old lines? Like what what's going on here? Um, what was with the design where he had that like wrinkle running across like, his like, face? I think it's probably just an accurate like cricket. But it like but what they looked really bad though. <laughs> it did. It, it looked like a weird hood. Half yeah. I just I just want to like, say like Jiminy Cricket did not look good. Like he looked, no, he looked bad. In some scenes, he was like all right, and then other scenes, I was like, oh, like if you saw him in profile, it was it was fine, but straight on, it looked weird. Yeah. Um. One of the other things is that it's kind of weird is that like, so Pinocchio decides to go into the circus. You know what I mean? He doesn't get like kidnapped or swayed into it. So when he lies about how he didn't want to be famous and his nose. I mean, how he did want to be, or he just wanted to go to school. Whatever the lie that he told contradicts what he actually did. So when the nose doesn't grow, I mean, uh, when the nose doesn't grow this time, as opposed to the 1940s version, it just doesn't make any sense because those clearly aren't lies because that's what he went along with. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he was tricked into anything. it's again to Nick's point where this like Pinocchio should be inherently naive and he's not. And it's just causing problems. Like, yeah. <laughs> be dumber. Uh, I yes. did think that the, would. what I, what I did like about this one over the original was they had better reasons for the way things happened. They got the characters from point A to point B in a more organic way. Yeah. Like, um, when, uh, you know, like Pinocchio actually goes to school rather than just immediately getting derailed. And then Geppetto goes to look for him. And then when Geppetto finds out that he went to Pleasure Island, that's why he got a boat rather than like Geppetto just is like, he's a lost at sea now. He just, <laughs> right, yeah, it's like, uh, Pinocchio disappeared and Geppetto's lost at sea. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. That's I like how Geppetto point. brought Cleo and Figaro with him. He did. He did in the original <laughs> too. He's like, carrying why? that fucking bowl around. Again, it's literally just for consistency's sake. Bring them. I do. I do like the one scene where before Geppetto sends Pinocchio off to school, um, he goes, "All right." He goes, oh, "Let me see you." And Pinocchio stands in one place and turns his body around. And yeah. I was like, "Okay, first of all, you should not be doing that in public on your first day in the world." And number two. Then Geppetto just goes, oh, so handsome. I was like, nothing <laughs> changed. <laughs> I like, and this is a, like that. All that was shot for shot from the original. Right. Even I thought it was interesting too. The front door, which was very like an interesting, uh, unique door. It looks exactly the same from the original. Yeah. But I love when all right, I'm gonna have to do a demonstration. But uh, when Pinocchio first comes out the door, he does this like weird little like. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Weird little <laughs> shuffle. Yeah. It's like so funny that like Happy like shuffle. Yeah. So, um I guess um uh there's obviously a couple other things. We know the movie is shit. We wouldn't recommend it to everyone. Let's talk about Monstro though. Was a whale not good enough? Yeah, it had to be some weird tentacle well, beast. The 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 funny thing is too, like this was an a line they added for this one when there's the lamps and he's like, oh, ironically enough, it's whale oil. So it's like, is it a whale or is it a sea monster? Yeah, right. and um, 
Oh my God, does it look awful. Like the water. I thought we, like, listen. We're I'm going to bring up Avatar again. Water. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to bring up Avatar again. The reason why people love Avatar is because what it did for cinema. Is the water. <laughs> and what you're going to see in December when we see, Nick, we're seeing Avatar 2 together. Okay. It's, I have already resigned myself okay? to that. We are going to see that in the highest format possible. Um, he, uh, what's it called? The, the, the water in Avatar The Way of Water is all CGI, besides for some stuff here and there. And it looks absolutely incredible. The fact that this movie came out from the same fucking studio that's doing Avatar with water that looked like fucking water from PlayStation 2 era video games they could have just taken the you asset. can see the like, rough edges on the cutout from where they just copy and pasted the effect and there, there's no emotion smoothing nothing it is just a raw water texture when they fly out of monstro's mouth and it yep. looks awful so bad the other problem was they chose to have the climax of the movie take place during the day which is like the worst thing you could do for cgi characters like you cannot have giant cgi creatures out during the day that's why every godzilla movie set at night well because i mean it, the, the lighting you should be able to do that i mean yes i would agree with that but also it's just like an easier process you know it's right, just like the lighting is a little better yeah exactly make well, it more like spooky uh, monstro is a, just a black blob <laughs> yeah you and can't like, put that i, at I night. don't know what his dimensions are i don't know what the weight of him is he doesn't feel like a real how many hands character. Has, yeah like, like what's the tentacle situation um and it was just like a weird, like it's like they got to Monstro and then they just finished up the Monstro story like really quick. Like they didn't even like 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 try to yeah. ride it out a little bit or like be in the belly of the beast or anything. So then, yeah, that's true. They got right the fuck out of there. I know, oh, and yeah. like I do love the one part where he's like, "Is that cricket? Is your conscience?" Like, <laughs> yeah, I loved that. Um, and when they kill Monstro, I guess they kill him. Um, yeah, he killed himself. Yeah. He bashed his own brains against let's, that rock. Let's talk about the fucking ending. Because that's when I literally got up and was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's the whole point of the movie. The whole point. And not only that, Jiminy Cricket's just like, I don't know. Some say, what do you mean some say? You're the fucking narrator. What are we, we're going to finish the whole fucking story and you're not going to tell me the ending? Like, what the fuck you're is going gonna on? You're not going to wrap this up a little nicely for so, me? Like it. So the ending is that it's ambiguous if Pinocchio ever becomes a real boy because the understanding is that Geppetto loves him so much anyway, which wasn't demonstrated in the film, but that's just how I took it. Geppetto loves him so much anyway that it doesn't matter if Pinocchio is a real boy because he says to him, you'll always be my real boy or like whatever it is, right? Right, and they give us like an Inception totem thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. much. And it's just like, are you fucking serious? I wanted to be like, is Pinocchio going to be an animated real boy or are they going to put a real boy yeah. in there that's Dude, what oh, i was okay. thinking about and they made a fucking animated one like but did they like that's yeah, the thing it's like there's like a split second there's like a quarter second where he smooths out his like knees and they're no longer like <laughs> yeah, a yeah. lever okay <laughs> so here's the thing that i took issue with it it's a small thing but i think it to me it mattered more than does he turn into a real boy or not this is a child and he's made out of wood. Why does he have wrinkles on his fucking forehead? 
Actually, that's because a good point. He has grain. Yeah, what the has whole grain? the whole time he's he's like he raises his eyebrows and he's got like fucking long ass fucking wrinkles. You're a block of wood and you're fucking a child. His name is Chris what? Pine. He's yeah. dude. Oh, oh no. They use yes, the word influencer. Uh, dude, I can't. Well, dude, believe that. dude. All right. So we were watching the 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 original one and and we're sitting there and I'm theorizing in my head and I turned to Alexis and I was like. Yeah, rather than becoming an actor, like you know, if this was twenty twenty two, he would be like a you know like a TikTok star or influencer. Yeah. And then they said it. I was like, holy shit! They went for the easiest, cheapest jokes. Yep. Like, let's um, shut it off. Luke uh, Evans, the Chris Pine joke made me so angry. Luke Evans is actually great in this movie, but he's barely in it. Um, mm-hmm. The Pleasure Island sequences once again were cool, like visually. But they led to nothing because the lesson is like the whole point is fuck around and find out. Yeah, that's he never fucks around. He never fucks around. He's sewing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Like, and the and like, what's what? What is fucking around about? Yo, I'm going to an amusement park with my friends and we're drinking root beer, son. Like, what? (laughs) And I won't smash a clock. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What the fuck is going on? Like, that's the lesson of the movie. Don't be a piece of shit. Like. And yeah, they it's just, a morality play. Yeah, and they just threw the morality out. It's like, what if they don't do anything, but he still <laughs> turns into a donkey? And the yeah, other like, fucking the other guy have, and fucking Bob Chapek's like, that's conscious. a great idea. <laughs> I did think that the monster's design was really fucking cool. The monsters, the, the smoke monsters that like the one, oh. the ones that load the donkeys into into oh, crates. Yes, yes. That scary. I was scene, like, what yeah. the fuck? I was like, okay, so they get kids here, they turn them into donkeys, and then what do they smoke need? Monsters. What do they need <laughs> donkeys up. for when they clearly have these ethereal beings on their sides that they can just they sell, use for anything? They sell, they sell the donkeys. Yeah, ethereal <laughs> beings don't make money, Pat. Uh, capitalist society. That's right. You're right. I'm sorry. I <laughs> fucked up. Uh, you, you could try to sell them, but they're not going to be cool with it. Donkeys, yeah, yeah. So, they got nothing to say. Uh, Shipping them to Tijuana. Is there anything else that we need to we need to cover real quick or no? I don't think as so. far as Pinocchio is concerned. I really honestly like my whole once over of this is just skip this entirely. It's Would not guys- only Disney's worst remake. It's Disney's worst film. I Like the worst Disney movie I've seen in a long time. Worse now- than Song of the South. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I, I'm just saying there was some fuck ups in between Song of the South and this. But from the last time something was this awful, this is the new standard. Right. If, if we had the even playing ground. Yeah. yeah we're going to do it yeah. that. Yeah. If it what? wasn't like Song of the South is like way up here. Pinocchio's still here with all the other shit. What do you guys think of the uh, like the the new character, the, I've, the, the new puppeteer with the leg injury um i i thought the her puppet looked weird and i did not like the design of it and i felt her whole her whole plot was unnecessary i don't know what was her song that she sang i don't remember is that a new one of the south yeah it was a new one zippity doodah um yeah none of the music is memorable uh one of the complaints i got from somebody i listened that i that i talked to about it said that the singing was awful I was like, what fucking singing? They talk sang the whole thing besides for yeah, Luke Evans, was... and he has one big note. That was it. Like, right. Well, also, Luke, yeah. uh, Luke Evans is who he's the 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 carriage man, the, the carriage guy, and he's on Pleasure Island serving motherfuckers root beer. All right. So why I don't understand why he needed a song there. Like, why did they put a song at that one point? It felt forced. 
Because he's the only Phil one that's good singing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. I Luke guess. Evans is probably the only one in the cast who can actually sing. So yeah, you know, why like, not oh, use shit, him? All right, let's shovel some stuff. And his he was. Way. And listen, he's good as like. The, honestly, the only Disney live-action remake that has uh, that the tr- ones that have truly been amazing are the Jungle Book. I thought was really good, and I really, really love uh, Beauty and the Beast. Um, and specifically because I think Luke Evans is absolutely incredible in that film because he plays he Gaston. Played Belle? Yeah, oh. he was Belle. Yeah, he was Belle. No, he played Gaston, and he was fucking awesome in that movie. Um, so I was, I was excited to see him here and I'm glad I got to see his talents and everything again, but it's at the same time. It's just like for what though? It was not in service to this story at all. You know no, what I mean? No, not at all. So also kind of weird that they, they took out so much of the blue fairy. She only had that one scene and rather than being like stoic and, and <laughs> ethereal, they made her sarcastic and she like didn't know what she was doing. She had one scene and they gave my man's song to her. Okay. They did take a lot away from Jiminy, but like, also it's weird that they took. She should show up two other times in the movie, and they just put her in that one scene, and then never to be seen again. I know, I know, it's fucked up, but whatever. Um, all right, so listen, honestly, you guys, here's where I'm at. This is like a fucking zero out of ten for me. Do not watch this. It's the biggest piece zero? of zero. Yes, it's, it's zero. Skip. It's bad. Even the things that I like about it would only amount to maybe a point five. Like it's so bad. And the ending is such a kick in the dick if you liked Pinocchio as a kid. And like the, I wasn't bothered by the ending. I was bothered by it because that's the fucking whole point. It's like uh, yeah. I, I'm, but the, but that's I'm a thing, real this boy. Movie, this this movie no longer has a point, so it doesn't matter <laughs> I mean, if he okay. becomes a real yeah, boy. Yeah, I guess I if everybody's super, no one is. Yeah, like, I yeah. guess if you look at it from the angle that, huh, this is gonna be a piece of shit that has no point anyway. What does it matter like, if Pinocchio becomes a real boy if he never, if he never broke anything, if he never dr- drank any beer, never smoked any cigars? Oh yeah, I guess you know. he never did what it takes to become a real boy. So you know. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So suck on your root beer, you fucking wooden piece of shit. Right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's awful. <laughs> That's the tag. <laughs> yeah. Don't watch this. It's bad. So um, I'm going to save clip of the week for next week because okay. it's really good. It's still it's still circulating around the Internet. I can't believe it hasn't blown up all over. I've seen it on some other podcasts, but I cannot believe it has not like blown up this channel spot like what this guy said. Really? Yeah, it's wild. So Are you're going to wait another week for. Yeah, it to yeah, blow yeah. Up? And we'll see what the we'll see what the fallout is. We might have. Yeah, we might have better reaction. Yeah, yeah. But I know that you guys don't follow this person. And the only reason I know about it is because somebody I listened to brought up the clip and I was like, oh, this is so worth bringing on our show. So and getting your guys reaction. So let's All just right. wait till next week. Plus, we already got a long enough one this week. Um, so with that, we've been recording at this point. Just two ten. Um, oh, okay. So thank you very much for everyone for tuning in to this week's episode of Press Any Key. Uh, thank you very much if you've been with us for two years, if you've been with us for one year, six months, a day, if you left yesterday, whatever. Just thanks so much for your time. Uh, your, your commitment to us is always uh, very, uh, very welcomed, and we appreciate it a lot. So once again, thank you very much for listening. I'm Pat. Uh, that is Nick McFly and Mike Burke. And you can find us on all of social media at pressanykey.tv. Thank you very much. We will see you next week for an in-person show with our guests to talk about fucking Pearl. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>